0: Joey Fats Radio Row One C One. I've been loving every second. I'm not rooting for injuries, openly, but
1: I just pretended that was Brian Deegan. I'm
0: so fucking pumped. I'll be like, yeah, bitch, fuck I will, I will, I will do that. I'm going to find him on LinkedIn and be like, did you punch a kid in the face? Tell me the truth. All right, Sean brought his A game tonight. All right. Okay, I like it. I like where this is going. And I don't want to put this as like a thing. Like, he wasn't a bad guy as far as Who said know. he was a bad guy? I don't know, but I feel like we're painting him in this light that he was like this bad guy. And I don't want to do that. To this day, I hope you hear this. Fuck you. But rules are rules, okay? Stupid rule, but it was a rule. If you were a crip and you were cooling in the cut, what do the bloods do? Are they booling in the butt? <laughs> <laughs> uh... Yep, uh, also we are uh, extremely juvenile, and uh, yep, yeah, whatever, fuck you. Uh, all right. All right, Paul, let's let's get it. Uh, Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us on another absolutely outstanding episode. Roll one, seat one, Joey Faz Radio right here live on the one, the only, the New Bedford Guide. Appreciate having you all with us on this glorious first show of 2024. Yeah, new year. It is here. The new year is here. We made it. And uh, we're, oh man, uh, you know, it's... 2024 took absolutely zero time in giving us more shit to talk about and to do uh, than I I, I could possibly ever. I I, I don't think I could be more thankful for it. Uh, We have so much to get into tonight. 774-992-8702. I am going to go all in on this Russell Wilson drama and saga that is just unfolding before our very eyes in In Denver. In the hypocrisy. The hypocrisy in the mainstream media, the hypocrisy that people uh, online, everywhere, I am going to just absolutely eviscerate some of these clowns over the next two hours. So thank you all for joining us. Stick with us. It's going to be a fun one. We'll get into, uh, what else? We've got the Jets. We've got the NFL playoff picture. We've got... Lank, we got the college football playoffs. We've got the national championship coming up in just six days. Yeah,
1: that I can't wait uh, for. I mean, sucks for the teams that are in. I mean, I'm just, I, I'm not, I don't hate Michigan. I don't mind them, but I hate Washington. And like.
0: I kind of I, 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 I fucking hate Michigan.
1: Yeah, I don't know who to root for, dude. I got to root for Michigan. I have to.
0: I'm not rooting for Michigan. I'm rooting for the mighty Penix Laser
1: Nah, see, they beat my homeboys, and I can't, I can't root for a team that's responsible for my not being there. It's just not. I can't do it. So I, Washington's got to totally, go. I totally, oh. I totally
0: understand, but like, I can't go. root, I can't root for Michigan because every year when I need Michigan to beat Ohio State to knock them out or knock them down, <laughs> they finally did. They yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> don't miss me with that Johnny come lately bullshit. Yeah. All right, about the last fifteen fucking <laughs> yeah, years yeah. before that, you fucking bums. And I just, I can't stand Harbaugh. I just, I fucking hate him. I hate the way he talked to Peyton Manning in 2012, basically laughed him out of the Niners facility uh, when he was trying out for him. So he can go fuck himself. I mean, is J.J. McCarthy going to be the Broncos' next quarterback? Quite possible. Well, Bo Nix? I would prefer Bo Nix. Hopefully not. Caleb or, or it will not be Caleb, Daniels, or... Uh, yeah, or... Uh, um, The other one. The big three. It won't be one of them. Yeah, why am I just? I'm drawing a complete why blank am on I it. Drawing a blank we on might end thing. up with the mighty Penix laser. That could be a possibility, but nonetheless, we'll get into the Broncos in a second because, boy, do I have a lot to say about that. But uh, obviously, Sean's not here tonight. Uh, he was. He just decided to, uh, you know, unilaterally take the night off yeah! by himself. Fuck it. Um,
1: he did drop that funny ass bomb though before about Jimmy Kimmel possibly suing Aaron Rodgers.
0: Yes, that we'll we'll talk about that. Are we, we get get to get into that. Yeah, I we'll talk. Up, we'll do I, that when I, we do the Jets. Uh, we've got plenty oh, of okay. plenty of stuff to get into. Uh, everybody's like, probably, everybody's probably sitting there thinking like, what? What do they have to say that's so important about the Jets? The Jets are completely irrelevant. Trust me, I've got a great video from the Jets Browns game. It's gonna make you laugh. You're gonna love Oh, laugh I, it.
1: I think I know which one you're talking about. You
0: should. We've been talking about it all week in the group chat, oh. so. <laughs> yeah. or for the last couple of days, but. Right. Um, uh, let's, how do we, what do we, what do we want to do first here? We, do we want to do Russ first? Because I feel like I need yeah. to get some shit off my chest about can this whole. Can I talk whole,
1: some shit about Browns fans tonight too at abso- some point? You,
0: we can always talk shit about Browns fans. But what we will not do is talk shit about Joe Flacco, whom I might have to remind no, some people no. is elite.
1: I won't talk shit about Joe Flacco and what he's doing, but I will talk shit about the Browns in general and their fans. <laughs>
0: Well, you know how I feel about the Browns and their fans. Yep. This and, is a long-standing tradition and, uh, on this show.
1: Yeah, yep. I'll give you an example in a little
0: while. Uh, but uh, let's get after it, Paul. Let's get into some of this. Uh, let's just dive right into it because we'll get into that. We'll get into the college playoff footballs, football scenarios. We'll get into Detroit and Dallas from Saturday night. Yeah, it was a good game. We got man. plenty of stuff coming up. We got plenty of fun things to do, fun things to talk about, and of course, whatever you want to talk about. Uh, So if you've got some thoughts, you've got some feelings, you've got some shit you want to get off your chest, 774-992-8702. The phone is on and ready. Where do I even fucking start? Let's start with, let's backtrack to last week's show. Uh, Last week, December 26th, the day after Christmas, we sat here in these very chairs, and I told you, that Russell Wilson had heed his last haw as a Denver Bronco. Yeah. That that loss to the Patriots was the final nail yeah. in his coffin as a Denver Bronco. All the speculation and you know about will they bring him back? Will they you know because it's his 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 contract is guaranteed after so many uh after March whatever for third or fourth or whatever it was. When the new league year starts, right. and the thirty-seven million guaranteed for the next two years, they've already paid him. They're going to pay him eighty-five. Are they really going to pay him almost one thirty? Nope, nope, nope. I told you last Tuesday night that was the final nail in the coffin for Russell Wilson. There will be no more Broncos country. Let's ride. Yeah, I will now have to burn or not burn, but because I, I don't do that, but I will now have to, you know, wear sparingly my Russell Wilson cut-off jersey hoodie that I have. Uh, sucks. Which does suck, and my wife makes fun of me all the time because she's like, "Why are you wearing a hoodie with no sleeves?" I was like, <laughs> "Because it keeps my chest nice and warm and my arms icy cool." Yeah, it's a perfect it's, invention. It's a gym thing. Yeah, and uh, she always makes fun of me for it, but I'm like, "Shut up!" So uh, I have, uh, I'm, I'm going to have to do that. Luckily, I didn't go all out and buy a full Russell Wilson like jersey or. You know, I didn't get any autograph pictures because you don't. Because you know, I felt Vapor
1: Elite one for like three hundred bucks. No, yeah, no,
0: I yeah. refuse to pay that much money for a jersey anymore.
1: I dude, I thought about it, and then we got rid of Shaq Leonard, and I'm like, that's. Ex-, and then we were talking about getting rid of Taylor, and I'm like, that's exactly why I haven't bought one. I'm like, hello, you idiot. Yeah, I'm dad.
0: only a. Uh, I'm a. I'm only gonna buy jerseys of players that are no longer playing. Right, like Hall of Famer yeah, or like, like something like You know, old like I'll show. buy like oh cool like a Champ Bailey jersey. Like right. I already have one, but like that would be one, you know. Right. Or I would go out and get like a Sam Brandon or a Nick Ferguson jersey just to celebrate that like 05 team where we went 13 and 3 and went to the AC Championship game and just, you know, destroyed the Patriots in the playoffs cuz that was fun. Right, like right. there were some good players on those teams, you know what I mean? Right. Like I stuff got, like, like that cuz I do love I do love like my oddball jerseys. Yeah. You know, oddball. like players that nobody's ever heard of or nobody knows like right. You know what I mean? So like you get those kind of guys. You know what I mean? It's like it's like going to, uh, you know, it'd be like it'd be like having like like a like an Ed Hartwell Ravens jersey. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah, that's right, Ed Hartwell, the forgotten linebacker, the 2000 Ravens. You're like, right. Or, or like or uh, or uh, Jamie Sharp,er something like that. You know what right. I mean? Like you you could do this for any team, but um yeah no I'm all set with those, but I did not go all in on the Russell Wilson jersey stuff. I did not. I I couldn't do it. I'm glad I didn't do it. Uh, because obviously he is out in Denver, so uh, the right. news came out um, after the Patriots game. I think it was Wednesday of last week that the Broncos were benching Russell Wilson for the for the remaining two games of the year. Yeah, and that came as no surprise to me because I said it on Tuesday. This is it. He's we've right. seen we've seen the friction between him and Peyton. We've seen the. The the offense struggle at times. Struggling still, bro. And it you know, this year was giving me like, yeah, it was fun during the winning streak, but it really gave me like two thousand eleven Tim Tebow kind of Denver vibes, where it's like, we suck ass for three and a half quarters, and then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, time to go to work. Right. And bing bang boom, couple touchdowns, we're right back in it. And right. oh, look at that, a miracle turnover, and look at this. It was giving me those kind of vibes. And I wasn't loving it. I was enjoying the ride, but I was not looking at this objectively as a Broncos fan. I was looking at this saying, all right, there's two trains of thought here. One, you keep Ross and you hope he can improve under Sean Payton and he can, and he, you know, Payton can make him better or or make the offense better around him. Or two, you've got to look somewhere else and go with somebody else because he's not Payton's guy.
1: Start that fresh. Start fresh, dude.
0: And we said it last year when we signed Sean Payton. That he has no ties to Russell Wilson. He did not, he wasn't here when they brought him in. He wasn't here, he wasn't the coach when they traded for him. So he's right, gonna have, he's got no loyalty to Russ whatsoever. Right. right. And we knew that this was a possibility. Of course. But as the year progressed, we looked at the numbers, we looked at the statistics, we looked at, you know, and you're looking at him and you're like, damn, like, you know, just over 3,000 yards, I think, like almost like th- just under 3,100 yards passing, right. 26 touchdowns, eight interceptions. You're like, Pretty decent. Statistically,
1: he's looking decent.
0: You know, he's got the all the fourth quarter numbers and everything else. And the problem with stats is stats lie, and you can manipulate stats, look however you want them to look. And I mean, shit, I do it all the time. But cherry pick these. You if know, you look had... at the way the Broncos have have played this year, the winning streak was completely on the coattails of that defense. Right. You know, there was there was plenty of times where they should have dropped thirty plus on teams based on how many turnovers they were getting and based on how great a defense they were playing, and they just didn't or couldn't for whatever reason. Just can't capitalize. Couldn't capitalize on it. You you go on the road, you win a close, tight game against Buffalo, but you also turn Josh Allen over, what, four or five times in that game? Right. Like that game shouldn't have even come down to a field goal, right? Right. You know, you you go, you beat Kansas City, you basically shut them out, you know, hold them to without a touchdown for the first time in Mahomes' regular season career, right? Uh, you know, cool. We only sc- we still only scored twenty seven points. Like that game never felt like it was completely over until right. the clock hit zero. So I don't need to rehash the whole season, but it just never gave me those vibes. Like this offense was turning a corner. Right. You were always waiting for that, and then you go to the Houston game. And this is where the you know the, I think really the, the the wheels started to come off the bus. Um, Russ throws three interceptions, which whatever, like you know, bad game. He threw basically half a season, his half half of his seasons worth of picks in one game, and you know they had a chance to win it at the end. Right. The biggest stat out of that game that kills me, that still bothers me, and still chats my ass, is zero for eleven on third downs. And that's where I think you started seeing like the Sean Payton like. Getting frustrated, getting up angry. Like, you know, you got Jerry Judy running crossing routes wide fucking open, and Russ is just missing him. Right. Because he's, you know, he's breaking out of the pocket, breaking contained, running around, doing whatever it is that Russell Wilson does, which he's very good at. But in a Sean Payton offense, Make that's not good. It's not efficient. <laughs> it was not an efficient offense. So they sat him down for two games, for the last two games, and basically said, That's it. We're looking for a spark. And Payton comes out and says, we're looking for a spark on offense. We're going to go with and We think he can operate the offense better. We're trying to win right. these last two games. Now, this is where the fun starts. Because you have the report come out conveniently right after it's announced that Russ is going to be sat down for the final two games of the season that the Broncos had approached him and asked him to somehow alter his contract, to remove an injury guarantee, basically saying, like, yeah, I'm not going to guarantee that money – Um, you can you know and then you can figure out what you want to do with me but I'm not going to guarantee the money for injury. Right. Which wasn't the case at all. And then on top of that, it came out that that it was being spun that the Broncos had told Russell Wilson if you do not remove this injury guarantee, you will be you will be benched for the final two games of the season. Right. Which, you know, you can't really do that. Like you can't threaten a player with playing time if he doesn't adjust his contract. You can, but you can't say that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, the Raiders did it last year with Derek Carr, but it wasn't (laughs) the same situation. So... It's a strong arm. It comes out a couple, like, a day or two later that that is all completely inaccurate, that Russell Wilson's camp leaked that side of the story out in order to get ahead of it, and the NFLPA had gotten involved and everything else. There's no evidence of any of this. There's no threats. There's none of that. None of that happened, but because... It's Sean Payton and the reputation that he has that precedes him with Bounty Gate and everything else. Right. A lot of guys in a lot of circles don't like him. They don't like Sean Payton. They're not Sean Payton fans. Right. They don't want anything to do with him. But if you start listening to what was said and when it was said, and you start connecting the dots, you're going, wait a minute. you like, Russ has not played well this year. Especially not if you factor in the fact that he's getting paid, he's going to be, you know, be getting paid basically $50 million a year for the final five years of his contract. Yeah, no shit. So- you know when you when you start to work in the number the mu- the amount of money he was getting paid, and the numbers he was putting up or were not put was not putting up. Like right. yeah, he was putting up touchdowns, and he wasn't really turning the ball over. But you look at the, they were the worst in third down percentage. The Broncos right. have a top five or six offensive line in terms of pass protection. Yet Russ is one of the most, top two or three most sat quarterbacks yes. in the league. Yep. Uh, you start looking at these things and looking at and you're like okay wait a minute. Then. So before it came out that this was all basically a bunch of bullshit in terms of the Broncos threatening Russ and telling him the, yeah, you know yeah. you you got to change this or or else, uh, because it came out that they had they had addressed it with him going into the bye week right after Halloween, after they had beat the Ch- the Kansas City Chiefs twenty seven to nine, that they had yeah. addressed it with him like that Tuesday after beating the Chiefs, so it if if they were worried so much about Russ getting hurt and him having this money become fully guaranteed because he did get injured. Right. Why wouldn't they just sit him down then? Yeah, I don't get that. Why would they let him go on the five-game, six-game winning streak right. and, and you know, go and, and do all that? It just doesn't make any sense. You know, like, what are you like? What do? Are, oh, are you afraid you're going to lose the locker room? Like, I, nah. Yeah. If you were that concerned about the money, you wouldn't really care about the locker room because you'd be cutting half of these guys next year anyway. anyway. And, None of them are coming back, so you're right. like, all right, we're starting afresh.
1: Right, so fuck the locker room because we don't care. We're so not going to have the the next year anyway. <laughs>
0: so that didn't make any sense. But the fun part was listening to the media come out, and you have guys like yo, know, you have the Jamil Hills of the world, the Stephen A. Smiths, the Ryan Clarks yeah, they, ripping Sean Payton in the Broncos organization. Ryan right. Clark going so far as to call Sean Payton a thug in the way that he handled this Russell Wilson situation. You know, uh, Dan Orlovsky absolutely trashing him. You know all these all these talking heads on TV, Shannon Sharp, like everybody. Oh, they're doing Russ dirty. Oh, they're doing him dirty. They're doing him so wrong. They're doing him dirty. This is bullshit. They're doing. He's playing well, and they're gonna they're gonna threaten to bench him if he doesn't take a pay cut. That's bullshit. Wrong. 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 You know, and then y- y- you you think back to last year. Yeah. And even earlier this year, before they went on that little win streak, even during the win streak, where was all this poor Russ talk then? Because there's plenty of videos out there. I was going to do a Supercut, but I didn't have time. Oh, shit. But I do have one video of Dan Orlovsky yeah, and uh, Ryan Clark. i really a
1: big fan of them either.
0: No, they suck. They're all just talking heads. They're they're just... It's like Dan
1: Orlovsky has no business talking about people being good or not good at any position because he fucking sucked ass as a
0: quarterback. I mean, somebody, I think it was, uh, I forget who it was, somebody like clapped back at him one time. Because he was, like, criticizing somebody for their awareness on the field. Yeah. And they were like, aren't you the dude that ran out of the back, uh, back of the, end, of the zone? end zone? Yeah. And it was like, ooh, you thought we forgot about that, didn't you, Dave? Right, right. Didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, we don't forget, you." I can't stand him. No, so. Him
1: and Curtis Painter. Remember that year? Thanks for the oh, two yeah. 14, bro. So, so Thank you, actually, but it didn't really
0: work out. Here is, I believe.
2: They yes. Be so so. Just ooh. listen. Can't do that.
1: yes.
0: All right, uh, sorry, I didn't want to start that yet. Here uh, is Russell, here is Orlowski and Ryan Clark talking about Russell Wilson at the end of last season. Right. Okay. Oh, this is the end of last this season. This is towards the end of last season. I think, was, I think this is right after the 51-point uh, drubbing the Rams put on us to end Nathaniel Hackett's tenure in Denver. Okay.
2: They should bench Russell. Just Ooh, listen. Can't do that. Yes, you have to. You can't do that, Dan. He needs to be done this year no, Dan. mentally. Yesterday was such a disaster. You talked about it. And we just saw the clip. Like him being on the sidelines, holding the football, down 45 points. That's him. But they but they gotta give him like the mental reset and move on from this season. This season has been an abject disaster. This guy has gone from Hall of Famer to you have to be on the bench. That's what's best for and here's this and I know what I'm about to say. I don't think it's outrageous to think, do we have to just move on from Russell Wilson? He's going to and be the every, quarterback at Denver next year. But he why? Because he has to. Be. Because it's $107 million okay. dead money. Okay, okay. But here's my point. Not. Here's my point. First of all, you can't stay status quo going into Somebody got to go. That's right. So, what coach wants that job? none okay Zero. so so you have to find a coach that you can sit there and unquestionably say this guy can fix russell wilson but by the way is he the best guy for the job for the team also you have no draft capital to go fix the situation right yeah seattle has their pick So It'd be like the
0: number three so, pick
2: so your football yeah. team's not going to be great anyway unlikely right, right? unless and a miracle happens so why not sit there and go man we made a mistake and whether the cost ramifications are what they are see if you could rebuild for three years from now
0: so that's last year where you have dan Orlovsky telling him that you have to sit him down and ryan clark is saying no you can't do that because i think he's looking at it from the from the locker room and then the host there the media the middleman whatever his name is decided points out that well He's gonna be their starting quarterback yeah, in September. It's Otherwise, seven million reasons. Yeah, there's 107 million be. reasons exactly why he's gonna be back next year. So, where was that energy on Tuesday when it got announced that he was getting sat down for the last two games of the season? Right. Where, like, why is this all of a sudden now, like this big fucking issue? And you've got these talking heads sitting there talking about Sean Payton's a thug. The Broncos are a shit organization. No one's going to want to play for them. No one's going to go there in free agency, which, again, I laugh, my, I laugh out loud when people say that, when I read that, like, oh, man, yeah, this is really going to help. No free agent's going to want to go there now. It's like, bro, I'm pretty certain the free agents are going to go wherever the money, money is. is. Right. And if the Broncos are going to pay somebody – then guess what they're like. Well, they're going to have to overpay. No, they're not. No, they're not. Like I, you, you, you really don't know how this works, do you? And let me let me explain to you if you don't know how this works, how this does work. Ninety nine point nine percent of the players in the NFL don't give a fuck about what's happening to Russell Wilson right now. Right. Now there are going to be some guys that'll have some opinions on it and say that's fucked up, but they don't know the whole story, right? Because again, they're only hearing Russell Wilson's side of it. And Ian Rappaport came out and basic and with a report. Uh, yesterday or the day before, pretty much like debunk it or, or going completely against the original report that Russ was strong-armed into taking you know, taking less money or taking a pay cut, right. which was never which was never actually brought up. He was never asked to take less money. He was asked to defer his injury guarantee until twenty twenty five, which in my mind sounds like a better deal for Russ because now it gives him an extra year to get yeah 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 you know what I mean to 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 get hurt. Right. You know what I mean? So, and still get the money. I don't know. It, it's Like you
1: said, that doesn't smell right.
0: There's a lot of shit in the, about this story that doesn't add up. That right. really doesn't add up. What does add up is that Ian Rappaport referenced reports and sources saying that the Broncos' locker room had started to wonder aloud if Stidham could do a better job. Because you saw K.J. Hamler against the Colts last year take his helmet off and spike it Damn off the ground. It. Because he was wide open, open. and Russ missed him. You've seen Jerry Judy slamming his helmet on the sidelines. You've seen guys throwing their arms up like, what the fuck? I'm wide open. Why are you not throwing me the ball? And what does Sean Payton – like, Sean Payton is one of the best play callers in the league in terms of cooking up a play and scheming guys open, right? The the play, he'll he'll put together an offensive play, and he knows – this guy's going to be open. This guy's going to be open at this point. This guy's going to be open at this point. This guy'll be open at this point. Here's your reads: one, two, three. Take your pick. Protection's good. You want the home run ball? You go for it. Right, but they—he right. will scheme the guys open. Right. Russ was not going through his progressions, and he was missing a lot of guys. And we—we've—we have that chronicled for the last year and at two years. Like it's almost right, been two full seasons right. now. We know Russell Wilson has been missing wide open receivers his last years now. Last year we blamed Nathaniel Hackett. Rightfully so. He was a terrible head coach. Horrible head coach. I mean, look at the Jets offense this year. Right. God-awful. God, God. Horrific. And he's in charge of that. So, okay, check that off. We got that one right. Yep. But this year, Russ is putting up better numbers with Peyton. But you know what the numbers you know what you know what Russ right now reminds me of? When you look at the twenty six and the eight, and you look at the win loss record and kind of where they're at as a team, outside looking in, obviously they were eliminated from playoff contention this past weekend. Yep. But you know what? He, you know what? This reminds me of the Carson Wentz led Colts. Ooh. Where like Carson had like what twenty eight touchdowns and nine interceptions or something yeah. like that. Like it yeah, was like yeah, almost I a thirty had, well, to ten. What, like eight weeks with like no turnovers. Or yeah, something. like he but had that run with no turnovers, and yet the Colts finished what nine and eight and out of the playoffs. Yeah. They had two games to win, and they win one, and they were in. And they and and they lost both. Yep. That's what this Broncos team reminds me of right now. That Colts team from two years ago.
1: Yeah, that was a oh, that team sucked. Or was that last year? Two years ago. Yeah, two years ago. Last year was Matt Ryan.
0: Correct. Right. Matty Ice. Matty Ice. So two years ago. That's what this reminds me of because you look at the numbers on paper, and you said, you know, you had told me at the beginning of the season, hey, Russ is. Let's say hypothetically, Russ played the last two games of the season, right? Let's say he throws. Four touchdowns in the last two games, which is about on par for what he was, you know, he's he was gonna do this year. Yeah. He goes thirty touchdowns and eight interceptions. If you had told me that back the first the last weekend of August, I'd have been like, Bet, I'll take that.
1: Thirty and eight. Thirty Fuck, and eight, yeah, that's that means, not bad.
0: That means we're gonna have a really fucking good year. Right. And then you're like, oh, and even better yet, here's gonna be his red zone numbers. Oh, and even better yet, here's your fourth quarter numbers. And you're like sitting there going, wow, like, all right, this this season has like Super Bowl potential written all over for right, the offense. Right, right. And then you watch the games. And you realize for the first three and a half quarters of every game, you do fucking nothing.
1: Yeah, you put yourself in such a hole you can't climb out exactly.
0: of Exactly. And you know, fourth quarter comebacks, those are great stats until you start looking at what put you behind the eight ball in the fourth quarter to begin with.
1: But I hate that I hate watching a game. And like like, yeah, it's cool when, you know, you got the quarterback, whomever he may be Hurrying the fucking offense to the line, and they're 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 slinging routes left, right, po- you know, right, uh, out of bounds, stopping the clock, mm-hmm. and they are just absolutely moving the fucking ball down the field to get to like field goal range. And you're like, where the fuck was this all game?
0: Right. Why did we wait until now Why to do this?
1: Now are you absolutely calling every correct play? And doing everything right right now when you literally have no fucking time to to, to rectify the situation like you, like it's so aggravating but it happens so often it's it's just like one of those things now I mean I can't stand it I'm like you
0: fucking dick it's, it's incredible <laughs> it's incredibly frustrating yeah like- because you're watching it um and if there anybody is anybody in the comments on there because I I can't I can't get the video up. Okay, that's fine. I just wanted to make sure somebody wasn't saying something and we were missing it because uh, usually that's Sean's department. But, um, nope. oh, so yeah, well, that's like I said, that's usually Sean's, Sean's things usually to get the the chat stuff going and yeah, do that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. um, but whatever, fuck it, doesn't matter. Um, yeah, it's it's incredibly frustrating, yeah. and it's been incredibly frustrating to watch all season long. And then you've got you know these people, the Ryan Clark's coming out, and, and the you know the Shannon Shives and the you know. He disrespected Russ on the sidelines in Detroit. And you don't, that's a, that's your franchise quarterback. And you don't, you don't do that to him. Oh, really? Really? You don't chew players out in the NFL? Seriously? Really? Hold on. I I think I, I think I got something for that.
1: Who's this that said
0: this? Oh, I do. The talking heads, the Ryan Clarks, the Shannon Sharks, the Stephen A. Smiths. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah, look at this! Oh, oh, look at this, coach, right here. Look at, look at talking to two Dallas Cowboys and Leighton yeah. Vander Where's and, Bill
1: O'Brien like three weeks ago? Yeah, yeah, the fucking Mac Jones apart. Right, and, and <laughs> you
0: know, and and where's where's Billy O and Tom Brady going at it on the sidelines? And you know, where where like there's Bill
1: there's, a, there's fucking,
0: a fucking million arguments uh, and blow-ups like that uh, on the sideline every fucking week, every I'm year. I'm sure the
1: chin. Uh, Bill Cowher is probably responsible for a million of those with his players. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I remember
0: Brian co- Billick doing it to Trent Dilfer back in 2000, yeah, for Christ's sakes, hell like, yeah. It happens. It's a normal occurrence. But you have these fucking losers in the mainstream media, and they're just going hard in the paint to defend Russell Wilson, a guy that they mocked and ridiculed last for the year. last, right. you know, 23 months. Right. Oh, he's got his own office. Oh, Mr. Unlimited got his own office in, in Denver. You know, he's got his own entourage. Remember all the reports about the Broncos players not liking Russell Wilson because of his entourage right. and he was a me-first guy and all this other bullshit. Like, you know, everybody's like, oh, yeah, you know, he's really rubbing people the wrong way. You know, he's not a great teammate. Richard Sherman's out there fucking absolutely ripping him a new asshole. Right. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, everybody comes out of the woodwork and is like, Sean Payton's a fucking asshole. Yeah. And Sean Payton's like, I have nothing to do with this. This was a football decision. I don't handle contracts. Right. I just coach players. I'm here to coach this up. Now, I don't believe that. Right. And I don't believe that he didn't know it, but he he may not he might not have had anything to do with asking Russ to take the pay cut or uh, to remove the injury guarantee. And I say pay cut because that's what everybody keeps referring to it as, right. even though it was it's it's totally not. They didn't ask him to take a dime's worth less of money, and they weren't and that that was never gonna that was never a, 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 a never a, a request they made. Right, and not for nothing. But the Broncos are well within their right to ask Russell Wilson to restructure his contract to a more team-friendly deal. Right. Just the same way, Russell Wilson is well within his right to say no. Right. And then, okay, you don't want to restructure. We want you to restructure. We're 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 at an impasse. We'll start exploring our other options. Right. This happens all the time. Yeah. So what what I what I think happened and what I believe to be the truth here is Russell Wilson's camp leaked this out. Because if I think the Broncos were really concerned about the money, the injury guarantee, yeah. they would have benched him back back in ago. November. Right? They wouldn't have. They wouldn't have. You know, rode this. You know, because the winning streak hadn't materialized yet. Right. They beat Kansas City. Like, okay, cool, big win. We finally get the right. monkey right. off Fish. our back a little yep. bit. We beat KC for the first time since Week Two of 2015, and it's like, wow, Russ yeah. defeated the Chiefs. Well, did he, or was it that defense that gave up no touchdowns and only three field goals? Right. You know, because last I checked, Russell only put up 27 points of that offense that day, you know, against right. a pretty bad Kansas City team with a bunch of turnovers to boot. So, you know. Bunch of help. Whatever. I'm not saying, you know, Russ didn't have a part in it or he was completely, he had nothing to do with it. Right, right. However, however, why would they allow him to keep playing after that? What, because the optics of him? Oh, he just beat the Chiefs. We can't bench him now. Fuck. Oh, and then you have people actually implying that Sean Payton was calling plays to undermine Russell Wilson. Right. I was like, yes, you're right. Sean Payton definitely called that play where Russ completely ran into a sack when he was under no pressure yeah. to undermine. That that was yeah. Sean Payton's yeah. fault. Yeah. You're right. Fuck you guys. You're right. right. Even yeah. though even though that happens, I don't know, once, twice a game, you're right. right. It was Sean Payton doing that. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to
1: sink this ship even if I'm on it, God damn yeah. it. Like, what? what the <laughs> fuck? Like,
0: it's like, sir, there's an iceberg dead ahead.
1: Straight for it. Yeah, like.
0: Three degrees to starboard, full throttle. (laughs) Like, what? No, like it's it's today. I said what I said, and you're like, "Jesus Christ, you're gonna kill us all." I know. It's like Leroy Jenkins.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm interested more about what's gonna happen next year with the quarterback situation on who you're gonna
0: get. I'm always excited to
1: see a new face in a big franchise.
0: Same, you know, because. And listen, nobody was happier about Russ, Wilson, Russ coming to Denver than me. You know this. Fuck I've been, yeah. I've been pounding as the, anybody would be. I had been pounding the table since the end of the 2018 season yep. when the rumors started to swirl that Russ and Pete Carroll might have been at odds. Which do we not remember that Russell Wilson went to Seahawks ownership and wanted Pete Carroll and the GM fired if he was going to stay? Right. Remember that
1: they obviously didn't like each other.
0: <laughs> yeah, but but do you remember that? Do you remember that story? Like Vaguely, that's yeah. a thing that Russell Wilson did and his team and his camp did. They went to the Seahawks ownership and they said we want Pete Carroll and the GM, I can't remember his name off the top of my head right now, fired. They went to Paul Allen or whatever. Yeah, they went is. to Paul Allen and they said we want them fired if we're gonna if I'm gonna stay here and play quarterback for you guys. And they were like, Yeah, we're not doing that. And he's like, All right. All right. I'm out. Oh, like so I find it incredibly hypocritical yeah. of all these people that have criticized Russell Wilson for that, for going to Seahawks ownership and requesting those guys be fired then basically forcing his hand out of Seattle, getting traded to Denver, which they ripped the Broncos for trading for him because he's washed up, he sucks, yep. you gave up too much for him, yeah, you're overpaying for him. Listen, the trade might not have been the best trade in the world, but you have to tr- pull the, you know, if you're going to get a quarterback in this league, yep. that's what it's going to cost you.
1: Right, and somebody who's at least proven there was no reason to believe that Russ couldn't come in to Denver and produce.
0: he thrown 65 touchdowns, and I believe it was... Twenty-seven games, his final twenty-seven or twenty-eight games in Seattle. In Seattle, was sixty-five. And sixty-five times. touchdowns with like twelve interceptions or some shit. Right. Like it was not a. It was a pretty. The number was pretty pretty staggering when you looked at it. Right. But he had missed a couple games due to injury in in uh, in this final season in Seattle. Yeah, whatever. And was still on pace to have like a forty touchdown season that year, yeah. before he got hurt. But neither here nor there. But all these same people that ripped him and ripped the Broncos for trading for him and were like. You're getting a busted ass, old, washed up quarterback. He's a fucking cornball brother. He's an old, he's an Uncle Tom. Yep. Fuck this guy. He's a loser. You know, and and Russ came in and said, Lank. You know, let a naysayer no. Yeah. And then enter Nathaniel Hackett and the bus. I mean, I would say the wheels fell off the bus, but I don't even think they put the wheels on the bus on the last bus. year. Yeah. So And then bad. and then you see Darren Orlowski saying this guy went from Hall of Famer to Washed up bust in a year. You got to bench him. And now the outrage in the media and the outrage amongst everybody is tenfold for the Broncos. And it's like, and then you have Colin Cowherd, which this pisses me off. I, I'm not a fan of him. But not either. But he's the one single fucking voice of reason in this whole thing. Yeah. He's the only one asking the questions like, well, if they were worried about the injuries, why didn't they bench him in November?
1: Right. He's the one questioning this he, whole yeah. bullshit story like, they produces.
0: Yeah, this ain't adding up. And I'm like. God damn it. I'm like, when fucking Colin Cowherd is the only one on your side, you know the fucking <laughs> yeah, shit's exactly. not good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, this can't be good. <laughs> right. So, there was all that. So, now, obviously, Russ is on the bench. He's riding the pine. The offense did not look any better without him, but you know what? It didn't look either. Worse. Right. Didn't look worse. Nope. It didn't look worse. So, I think what Sean Payton is doing is he's saying, he's proving to ownership right now, saying... We don't need to pay this guy $50 million a year when I can get the same production out of Jarrett Stidham. I don't think it was necessarily about the offense getting better under Stidham. I think it was about the offense basically just staying status quo and Sean Payton saying, see? Right, right. This is a guy who's got a back who's got, like what, six touchdowns and seven interceptions career, and I can do it with him. So imagine if you got me Bo Nix, Mighty Penix laser." Right. JJ McCarthy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Give me one of those guys and look what I can do. Right. So I think that's more the point here of what they're doing. And then the other thing that I love too, the irony of this whole thing, and it's just it's so rich with irony, is you have these Seahawks fans pounding the table telling Denver, like and this is all on Twitter and, and, and social media, and I'm in I got my hands and everything. I mean I'm in all of it. Yeah. I'm in like fifteen fucking Twitter battles a day. Like it's just what I do. I'm just sitting there like Just going ham, (laughs) like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And I'm going at everybody. You know, Broncos fans alike, everything. Like, nobody's safe. I'm just spraying. Like, it's just, it's like a drive-by everywhere I go. I'm just like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. The Seahawks fans that are coming out to the defense of Russell Wilson and saying, you guys are fucking doing him dirty you guys are fucking assholes you're a shit tier franchise really
1: were you the same ones that were like bye-bye russ
0: you cancerous bitch you know what really? you mean? Like, was this was this was this <laughs> whoops where is it oh wait hold on was it was this y'all Is this, is this y'all from last right. year, from Monday Night Football last year?
1: Right, booing the fuck out of them.
0: It, that was that was you guys, right? The Seahawks fans, that was you guys? Right, right. Oh, okay. Okay, so you can shut the fuck but up. But you care
1: that we're doing him dirty about something you don't yeah, know anything you about? Yeah, car-
0: you cared so much that he did so much for the Seahawks, and he's a great player and a good person and blah, blah, blah. Oh, by the way, fuck you, Russell Wilson. <laughs> right, right. Fuck you. You know why? You know why they're booing him? Because he wanted Pete Carroll and the GM fired, and he forced his way out of Seattle, and he told the Seahawks to go fuck themselves. Right. That's why they're booing him. How quickly we forget. Yep. 774-992-8702. All right. I had to get all that off my chest because this has just been driving me nuts. I could not wait to get on this show this week just to talk about this one particular topic. And, uh, yeah, we've been on it for 35 minutes now. So um, we'll get off of that. We'll be done with that for now. Um... What do you want to get into next year, Paul? Do you want to do let's do a little college football because I think it kinda we can kind of tie this yeah, in a little bit. That was I last night's games were fucking awesome.
1: Damn, dude. Like I I saw that picture of the B two or whatever above the Rose Bowl with like the Michigan and Bama like end zones and shit, and I was just like that's sick. Fuck, this is hype as fuck right now. I'm it like, is. The Rose Bowl, Bama, Michigan. Let's go. Like We're in Pasadena, got, baby. D- dude, I got so pumped for the game, like so fast because I kind of forgot like that it was even on yesterday. Like yesterday I was just like, Oh yeah, college football, what's on? And then I was just like, Oh shit. This yeah. is like the division, this is the playoff games like these are the this two is, big ones yeah this is it these this, are the is two big who, ones this is to like, who plays for it all yeah until like my literally like my second favorite game of the year which is the, the college championship game because i you know other second to the super bowl obviously and mm-hmm. probably some nfl playoff games but either way i love the fucking college football playoffs like that's like one of my favorite shit so i was fucking pumped yesterday badass game i can't believe that fucking um uh, was it Mil? What's his name? Milrow, whatever. He fucking slipped up on that last play. Just, it was like done. You know what I mean? Like, y- you watched the play and it was just over when you were like, wait, well, no, no. If you, wait.
0: If you watch, yeah, <laughs> redo- it sucked. Everybody's Hold like, on, redo that one. <laughs> everybody's like, ah, Milro, he just ran into his own players. And, yeah. tripped. and I'm like, well, no, if you actually watch the play, the guard pulls and the right tackle gets absolutely bodied. Yeah, by whoever yeah. the defender was, he and re- just, yeah, he just and just threw him into Milrow. Milrow had no chance because no the right tackle was getting absolutely destroyed on that play. Yep. Props to Michigan's defense. Didn't really like give them their credit. Now
1: people say they didn't like the play call, but that's only because it just got Why? absolutely it had, blown the fuck it had, up. And
0: it had worked the whole game. Right. Milrow right. was running. Oh, they was were running the up the middle on Michigan like, the whole night. It yeah. was fine. The play call was fine. I have no problem with the play call. Nah, it just, I didn't necessarily love it from that spot on the field. I would have liked it like kind of maybe inside the three. You know, right, it, yeah. a little bit closer well, would have been nice. It's easy nices, to say that we'd but, like to
1: change it after the outcome. You know what I mean? That's well, I yeah, of course. Hindsight the is always 2020. I was the just so like, oh, fuck, the game's over. That sucks.
0: <laughs> that, that it was, was, a, a, little, it was game, a little though. anticlimactic the way it ended. Yeah. Because you were hoping, like, you're like, oh, man, like, if for nothing else I wanted him to get in so we could have double overtime. That would have been sick. Because it's a playoff game. And it's two heavyweights. I mean, you're talking Nick Saban, Jim Harbaugh. You're talking Michigan-Bama, two blue-blood, blue-chip schools. Right. Tons of history. I mean, just dripping in prestige, both of these universities. Right, right. You know, Bama, the most dominant team of the last 20 years. I would
1: have loved to have been at that game yesterday. That would have
0: been ill. And, I mean, you're looking at the looks on the fans and the faces, the fans, and they're like, like, holy shit, this is real, like – this is sick. Yeah. It was sick. And it was a great fucking game. Now, I was dead wrong on my picks. I had Alabama that playing. Sucks. I had Bama, Texas in the national championship. Boy, did I get that one fucked up. Um, both teams, though, we did say a, a couple weeks ago when we talked about the playoffs. We didn't talk too much about this coming up, but we did mention it on the show a few weeks ago that I, for the first time in my life, when they did the selection, uh, for the first time in my life of what, or in the life of the college football playoff, I felt like all four teams had an equal chance to win it. There wasn't yeah. there was no Georgia that you're like right. all right, cool, Georgia's gonna beat the fucking breaks off of Ohio State. Right. Because and that's the only team that can fuck with them because we know T-C-U. goddamn well TCU ain't gonna get it done. <laughs> right. Great story. But come on, man, let's be real. We all knew TCU right. had no shot in that game. Now this year you come in.
1: It walked into a fucking buzz saw, dude.
0: This year totally different because yeah, this is about as down of a year for the SEC as I can remember. Yeah, this is the least dominant Bama team that's ever made it this far. Right. And you know, well,
1: remember they were on the outside looking in until they beat Georgia.
0: When the and, and we'll talk about Georgia in a second because oh I'm yes, I'm glad Georgia's not there. Me too. They didn't deserve to be there. No, I'm glad They're they didn't not deserve there. It. I'm glad. You have to take care of business in your conference championship game. They didn't. stand on your business. They, I, I, I don't know why that became like a fucking thing, but I fucking hate that. Because
1: DK Metcalf.
0: I fucking hate that phrase. Well, like,
1: I think so. Maybe, maybe I'm not hip and like standing on my business is like the new cool like.
0: I think that's like handling like, your business. Like I stand on my business. Yeah,
1: like, like that's like a new like, you know. Whatever that slang bullshit is, the kids are saying these days. <laughs> but I remember DK I got learned. Crud, DK learned his uh, what do you call it? His um, sign language and shit, so he could talk shit without getting fined. And he did like, stand on my business in sign language. Oh,
0: is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, maybe that's what it is. Then I have no idea. Yeah. I just can't stand it because now it's like everybody's using it. Yeah. It's so, like yo, he stands on his business. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> shit. The fuck you! go suck so much. Yeah, like seriously. <laughs> you no know, fucking take your fucking Patrick Mahomes haircut. Get the fuck out of my face. Yeah, no shit. With your, with your little dangly. With your fucking Crocs cross, and your white socks. And your
1: cross earring that dangles. Oh, the Lawrence like, Taylor earring that's yeah. like come back in a big way. Yeah. Why
0: did the '80s just make such a resurgence? in Stranger Things. Twenty. Yeah, maybe, huh? All
1: these kids they watch Stranger Things and like, yo, '80s are dope.
0: The '80s were rad, bro. And remember,
1: like the '80s to them were like. Remember when we were growing up and we were doing like 70s shit in the 90s? Yeah,
0: and our parents were like, "Oh my god, bell bottoms." die and stuff. Uh-huh. And yeah. we like,
1: so, it, it, that's it's just the the 80s are now
0: uh, how long are we back? How how long until like the late 90s early 2000s come back? Cuz that was my I was like was...
1: 2030 40, 30 or 40. All right, cool, yeah, cool, yeah. cool. Yeah, a couple. Yeah. We got to get we like next decade actually.
0: You got to get rid of like the the white socks over the bottoms of your pants thing. Like, that gym trend that's going around, like, you see yeah. girls wearing it, like, they buy the Nike Dunks that are already, like, pre-fucked up. They yeah. come, like, looking aged, like they're vintage, and then they got, the like, the scrunched down white socks over their leggings. And I'm like, nah, man, like, yeah. that shit wasn't cute in the 80s. It's not cute now. Um, Just, you know, whatever. I saw dudes starting to do it, too, and I'm just like, nah, bro, that ain't it. Yep. Nah. No, those shorts need to be a little longer. Those socks need to be a little shorter. Yep. Okay. Trust me. Trust me, as somebody who lived through both, I can assure you what you are doing now is incredibly gay. Yeah, you're gonna regret that in a couple of years. We'll yeah, you're gonna look back to and go, Jesus Christ. Anyway, um, <laughs> fuck. What were you we saying? That's oh that's yeah, uh, playoff games.
1: Yeah, we were happy that George is not there. We're happy. We we're happy you know, George
0: is not there because they didn't deserve to be there.
1: Right. And we were saying that every team this year has basically a pretty even shot because it's been a down year for the SEC, and that's correct. Obvious. And
0: this and, is this, yeah. this Bama team was good but not great. No. And you know, but not, you look not at not like they have been the past not, like 10 years or com- so. Right. And yeah. I say that comparatively to what we expect from Bama. Even, because you look team. at this Michigan team and they're not good, they're great compared to what Michigan has been putting yeah. out for the yeah, last 20 Michigan's years. Real good this year. Uh Washington yeah. obviously great team. They never they're never this good. No. And of course, Texas even though they're I feel another like
1: Washington is like this year's like TCU.
0: Um better. They're better than TCU was last year. TCU had yeah. a great run last year, but they weren't they weren't this complete. Washington can play. Like, Washington, I think, is going to give...
1: showed it last night, I think Washington
0: dude. is going to give Michigan everything they can handle. I
1: really thought Texas was going to come back, but yeah.
0: They almost did. I know. And like I said nah, earlier... See, I think Michigan's going to stand on their business. Washington, fuck you. <laughs> Washington almost had a Mario Cristobal like, Meltdown. coaching, melting, co- melting down coaching moment. Yeah. When they, like, they could have just taken the knee, but instead they handed it off. One of their players gets hurt and stops the clock with 40 seconds to go, basically giving the Longhorns a timeout. Yeah. And they're like, and everybody's like, oh, no. Oh, this is bad for Washington because this, this clock isn't going to start until the ball is snapped. Right. So it's not like, they you know, the ball gets placed and then they wind the clock. No. Like, that ball, that clock stays still until the ball gets snapped. That basically gave the long ones a timeout and allowed them to drive down the field and get pretty fucking close right. uh, and have a chance at the end zone you know to win that game so it shouldn't have been that close that should have been Washington's yeah, yeah. game they should have wrapped it up and as far as Bama Michigan goes Bama should have won that in regulation Bama blew that you know that that throw that J.J. McCarthy made on the left sideline where he like kind of dropped it in over the defender I think the ball got tipped at the line, oh, and it still somehow yeah. got caught. And the yeah, kid—I uh, can't remember the was kid's name—takes it down to like you the two-yard line. Like Float up, yeah. He
1: touched it and it stayed in spiral, and the kid but then just skied just, for
0: it and grabbed yeah, it. Yeah, that was nuts. It was that a was nuts, nuts play, yeah. and it was a great fucking game. Uh, but Bama blew that. I, I'll, I will say that Bama blew it. They had the opportunity to close that game out and 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 win it. It's a good. You're welcome. You're that's welcome. Good. See, I planned this for you. That's like good. I built, I did this fridge thing, and I put that there with you in mind. So now you don't have to get up and run downstairs every 15 minutes. Right. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Nudy poonies bro. Classy. In the lime too. <laughs> I love me a nudie pony. Yeah. Uh, but phenomenal games. I think Monday is going to be another yeah. phenomenal game. I can't fucking wait for Monday. I'm. I'm looking. Oh, it
1: might be snowing and shit. I'm rooting dude, for the kid, mighty
0: Penix hopefully. Laser. I want Washington to win. I know you can't stand them, but.
1: No, I, like I said, I only can't stand Washington because I'm biased. They beat Oregon twice this year, and they're responsible for us not being there. And we, I mean, the second time we played them, yeah, okay, they, 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 definitely, they definitely were the better team. But, like, the first time, when we only lost by three points, we shouldn't have lost that game. And we would have been in a different situation, I think, for the Pac-12 championship if that was the case. But whatever. Cry me a fucking river. Over typical some, Oregon. Yep, yeah, overspilt, f- you know, over Typical, past, typ- you typical know, Oregon. We're on, the best on, on. team
0: in the conference. Oh, no, we're not.
1: Oh, we're going <laughs> to lose to the Sun Devils. <laughs> you know, what the
0: fuck? Like, hey, guys, all you got to do is beat Stanford and you're undefeated and they yeah. got one win this year and you're like, cool. Let's 37 give two. 36. Yep, let's Stanford. Stanford. Yeah, like, let's give them two. Yeah,
1: every year,
0: dude. Yep. Uh, it never fails. But uh, I'm looking forward to Monday. I think Monday is going to be a tremendous game. You're, yeah. you're, so you're taking Michigan. I'm going Washington. Take mesh. Might even put. I think. I mean, realistically, if I was picking with my wallet, I think I would probably pick Michigan. Yeah, I might put. I'm just. I'm rooting for Washington. Let me put it that way. I'm rooting for Washington. I think Michigan will probably win, but I'm rooting for Washington. Um, I'm just. I've, I've just. I've just grown to loathe Michigan over the years. So.
1: Yeah, I'm just pissed off that like I don't want Washington to win. But I'm neither here or there on Michigan, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like a blah kind of like game like, yeah, I don't want Washington to win. That's it. Right. You know, I don't necessarily want Michigan to win, but I don't want Washington to win. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like weird.
0: I would have much preferred, like if it was Bama, Texas, oh, yeah, I could have just, I could have 100% just. all in on Texas. I could have just been on, in on that and been like, wow, like, you know what? Whoever wins, I, don't, I mean, probably would have, you know, I probably would have picked, I definitely would have picked the Tide.
1: I would have picked Bama to win, but I would have won. I mean, my, like I said, like betting-wise, money-wise, I'd I put my money on Bama, but I'd want Texas to win.
0: Right. I mean, I wouldn't you be know? mad if I if I put my money on. I mean, I, would, I wouldn't I would be upset if Texas won. I mean, if it was Bama-Texas, I wouldn't be upset at all because, bitch, I'm from Texas. Um, <laughs> yeah. But... <Yikes> <laughs> bitch, I'm from Texas. Yeah. Um, but, no, it's going to be... A, I think it's going to be a fascinating game. I'm really looking forward to seeing how Michael Penix, the mighty Penix laser, handles handles his shit on uh on Monday night. Is he gonna stand on his business? <laughs> yeah. We'll find out. Uh but I'm looking forward to it. I think it's it's gonna be great. And uh bummed Bam is not in it though, because I was really hoping for another Bama title where they snuck in the playoff at the last minute and it because it would just piss everybody off. Yeah. I and, know, and I know. I'm just like I said, dude, I think I'm Bama's so- Bama's probably gonna win one or two more with you know, at least under Saban. Uh, Do, they're does gonna Saban they're
1: be... going to have any like has he hinted at leaving or not, or anything not anytime really soon? No. no
0: and i mean they were right there this year and they he had knows this if game if he
1: does he's he's in for like he, 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 Nick Saban's like the type of dude that's going to need to continue to coach in order to like stay alive Yeah. because his heart and his adrenaline and you know like what like you know like like once you like a, like a body in motion stays in motion yeah. if it stops it's like it's dead yep. you know what i'm saying like all that adrenaline and anger over the years once you lose that shock it's like your heart it's like nothing it doesn't know what to do anymore so you just like yeah like a heart attack and die you know what i mean yeah nick saban's like he's, he's gonna have to continue the coach in order to stay alive i feel he's gonna be like one of those guys
0: probably uh but we'll see but he's i think they're gonna get another one or two under saban if not more yeah. just because like i said this was a down year for the sec and as a whole and definitely a down year for bama yeah and once, like you know, once you let Nick Saban like really this was kind of like a rebuild year for Saban, and he still came up. I know this I know. close, and you are like, yeah. damn, like all right. Once they get fully reloaded, right? You know, they and get a couple recruits this year. You know, year, maybe sure they lose. They you know, do. maybe Georgia slips up a little bit, doesn't have a great class coming in, whatever. They don't have the quarterback. The one thing I did love about Alabama though is their punter. that six foot six, fucking Australian kid or whatever, oh, is he would just absolutely moonshot the fuck out of the ball. You are like, holy yeah, yeah, crap. Yeah was oh, that Texas? I can't remember now. Fuck. I just second-guessed myself. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Pretty cares? sure it was Bama. One of them last night. Whatever. It was awesome. But uh, 774-992-8702 is the phone number if you want to give us a call. Uh, we're talking all things Russell Wilson. We're talking college football playoffs. Yep. Good ones. Um, before we get into Detroit and Dallas from Saturday night, though, I yeah. do want to say uh, this about the Georgia FSU game. Because, obviously, Georgia blew out FSU 63-3. to six, uh, 63 to three and everybody you know everybody because we all remember fsu throwing an absolute shit fit that they didn't get in and saying well you know we were you know we're more of a, you know we're more than just our quarterback you know like we're a whole team and then you look at the score and you go well i guess i was i guess guess you were wrong about that you guys ain't shit yeah and then everybody comes out with the well 22 of their starters decided not to play like they were they were short 22 guys and most of their starters didn't even play the game and i'm like Oh, so that somehow makes it better? So right. I was like, so wait a minute. So let me get this straight. You didn't get into the college football playoff. You were playing the team in the bowl game that you thought, everybody thought was the odds-on favorite to win, was the odds-on favorite to win all year until Nick Saban and Alabama came along and and dealt them their first and only loss of the season. Right. And instead of going out and beating them or competing with them without your quarterback and proving to the entire country, including the playoff selection board, that you did in fact belong in the playoffs because if you could have gone out and competed with or even beat Georgia, I think everybody would have been like, Yep, this committee fucked up. This team was good. They should have been in the playoffs. Right, right. But instead, you take your ball and you fucking go home. Yep. You fucking crybaby bitches. Yeah, that's that a- is the biggest bitch move I have ever heard in my entire life. I know. Like, you've got to be fucking kidding me with that shit. Yep. You're like, hey, we're not in the playoffs, so pff, fuck it. I don't care. That's crazy. Like, I get you're upset that the committee got it right. Right. But now I am just so happy that they pulled that little stunt because now it's just like forever we're going to be able to rip on FSU for that.
1: Good, because I didn't really like FSU anyway.
0: Fuck FSU. is my most fucking hated team in college.
1: Yeah, I didn't like them anyway, so I don't really care about them. But that is just like, like, wow, you selfish. Like You just walked out on your fucking teammates and the guys that you're supposed to have their backs and shit You know like who I that. feel the
0: worst for? The guys that had to play in that game. Yeah. Who had to go out there and get, who who were not starting caliber, obviously, because right. apparently all 22 starters said, see you later. And these guys who are not starting caliber players had to go out there and compete against the number one team in the country. Right. Because let's call it what it is. Yeah, Georgia slipped up and they didn't make the playoff because they lost Alabama. They were the number one team in the country yeah. all year. Yep. Outside of that one game where they, they got bested by probably the number two team in the country. Number three at worst, like right,
1: right, yeah, it's crazy. Whatever, but that, the, the the selection shit pisses me off sometimes with the way they rank and stuff. It does. Uh, it, it
0: pisses me off sometimes, but I feel like this year, necessary. this year, this is the first time I feel like they got it right.
1: Somewhat. I don't think Oregon should have been that high at eight, but
0: whatever. That's just me. Well, I'm just talking about the playoffs. Oh yeah, we're talking about the four teams that got in. Yeah, you know, Texas, Washington, Michigan, Bama. That was the answer. Like, that was the only answer to the test. That's that's it. There was one answer, and they got it right. They didn't get cute, and they didn't, you know, overthink it and put Georgia in and Alabama and leave, you know, Washington out. No. They said, sorry, Georgia. We know, you know, the SEC bias is real. We know it's the best conference in football. Right. But guess what? You have one loss, and you you lost a Bama who's sitting at number five. We have to put them in over you. So if we're going to put you in that yep. means we have to put and, Bama in and Bama which means in at 4. Yeah. But if you put if you put Georgia in that means you have to put Bama in. Right. So because Bama be beat Georgia. Of, yeah,
1: you're out of your tits if you don't think Bama moves up at least one spot from so, 5 to 4 for beating the number 1 in the country. And league. obviously Come who on. does
0: that leave out? You have a you have a, a Florida State team whose quarterback got hurt who plays in a very weak ACC conference. Right. Uh you're not you're not putting FSU in. Sorry, like it's just not happening. Right. And I know those kids were disappointed and they had every right to be disappointed. And maybe it was fucked up that they didn't put them in because they maybe they were more than their quarterback. But you know what they did? All they did by sitting out and pulling that absolute child chicken shit bitch move. Yep was they proved the committee right. Right. That's all they did. Yep. You didn't belong there. You didn't you belong, us- and you proved to us you didn't belong. Yep. Yep. You showed us you didn't belong. Not with your play on the field, but yep. with your crybaby bitch-ass right, attitude. Right, right. Thank you
1: for letting us know we made the yep. right call. And as
0: a Miami fan, thank you. Yep. Thank you for fucking quitting on, the fucking, uh, on everything, and thank you to the committee for not making me fucking watch a Florida State fucking playoff game yep. again, because yep. fuck them. Because there is nothing worse than watching those shit ass burgundy and gold jerseys fucking run around bat, 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 trying I, to be the yeah. U. You know, it's like, oh, we're Miami, but better. No you're not. Shut the fuck up. You right, suck. Right. You'll never be Miami. You know, you'll never be Miami. Get out of here. The only thing the only thing everybody fucking remembers you for is fucking uh, wide right. Like four times. Uh, fuck out of here.
1: The only thing that I remember about fucking uh FSU is what his face told crab legs. That, James, James Winston, and his Winston stole daddies. crab legs. That's the, oh, anytime I hear Florida State, University, oh FSU, oh yeah, Jameis Winston was there when he stole crab legs. <laughs> that, that's all I think. Oh, about. Right. yep.
0: Forgot about that. Yep. He stole crab legs yep. from a Publix. Yeah,
1: I don't even remember how. When was wide right? What year was that? Well,
0: there was 0-2 against Miami. There was one in the eighties. The eighties was the original. The one, though, original, though, right? yeah. There and was wide one, right, yeah. wide left. Then there was, like, wide right two. <laughs> I forget how many there were, but there was a bunch of misfield goals with, with Florida State Miami. Oh, good.
1: They don't, they, they don't move the needle for me. I really don't give a shit about nope, Florida State. But I'm, I like Miami, I'm so, but I I'm like so fucking glad,
0: though, that that— Yeah. Gators it, are cool. I mean, like There's
1: other cool Florida teams, but not uh, FSU. FSU is, like,
0: the fifth coolest team in Florida. Yeah. Miami, the Gators, F, uh, Florida Central, and Florida Atlantic.
1: Is that the green ones? Green and gold?
0: Yes, I believe the Florida Central's green and gold. Yeah. Is that who that is? Or is yeah. it? Yeah. F A U is. I forget what Florida Atlantic's jerseys look like, but those are cool too. Yeah. I almost oh, went. Is U C F University of Central Florida? Oh, could be U C F. Sorry, what did I say? F S U, F C U, U C F is what so, I meant. So whatever the fuck they yeah. are. Uh, no, it's U C F. You're right. Yeah. Um, I almost went to uh Florida Atlantic
1: for school. Yeah. Oh. Because it
0: was right down my Nana and papa's house. Yeah, that'd be dope. Just and live uh, there, I, well, that. I was gonna, and then uh, they were like, yeah, three hundred dollars to apply, and I was like. <sighs> Ooh! I was like, <laughs> I am not burning $300 of my parents' money just you so they can literally no. look at my application and be like, <laughs> how does community college sound? sound so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. You seem like the vocational type. <laughs> the
1: polite way of telling you to go fuck
0: Yeah, in. they're like, um, have you thought about maybe doing a junior college first? Yeah, you're Little a very hands-on school. kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're very... Uh... What, is it? <laughs> what is it you said you wanted to do with your uh, 2.2 GPA again? uh I was like, you know, and I, I, I mean, it just sucks. You can't put in your like, you know, your application letter. Like, listen, bitch, C's get. We all know C's get degrees. I ain't go. I, I ain't going there. I ain't going there for the fucking education. I'm going there for the hot Florida bitches. Yeah,
1: and the endless supply of Bud Light back then when it was cool. Yeah, back- Cy- not cool, but that's just what everybody
0: drank. Now nah, Bud Light's cool again. Peyton's doing commercials for Bud Light, so I'm back on the train. I'll drink. But I won't. I won't boycott it anymore. How's that? but only because they got Peyton Manning to do a commercial. They better get a massive laundry list of guys like that to be doing commercials. I'll tell you what, Bud Light better blow it out of the water the with Bowl. the Super Bowl commercials. They better do some life. like it would if they would if they do like if they get like a nice like self-deprecating one where they kind of like shit on Dylan Mulvaney.
1: Imagine yeah, they like you know, and you're and that bro- Shaq in there to like dunk his ass or something. Yeah, like, fuck out of here. You know <laughs> like, like
0: <laughs> we know we've made mistakes, and Shaq just backhands. Us, Shut up, bitch. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, but that would be. I, it's going to have to be self-deprecating. It's going to have to be fucking funny, and I think they'll win back some people. Yeah. Be like, because right, listen, let's bad. let's be honest, dude. Nobody nobody doesn't want to drink Bud Light, but it's very easy not to drink Bud Light because there's about forty thousand other options.
1: Yeah, I can't say I've ever been in a jam where I'm like, "Oh fuck, I might have to have Bud Light," but yeah. I'm like, "Oh wait, no, I don't," because I can just have regular Budweiser.
0: Ah, you know, modern blah, blah. problems call yeah, for modern solutions, sir. Yep,
1: yeah, their their, their campaign still got Clydesdales and cute puppies. You know what I'm saying? That's
0: yeah, why. and the heroes coming home from war and shit. Yeah, yeah, that's regular firefighters Budweiser, police yeah, officers. Bud
1: Light's and... got the the whatever
0: the the. Alpha but I'm, alpha and alpha and I'm alpha. like, you know, I, I miss like I, I would they they they're, they're going to need. Like uh, a Real Men of Genius style yeah. campaign again to Isn't get it them off. is crazy up, that that was at.
1: Bud Light? Real Men of Genius was Bud Light. I love those. Those were the best ones, I think.
0: Yeah, those are great. I mean, and they're still funny to this day. Yeah, they
1: are. So many of them on like Paul and Allen at ninety four HJY yep. back in the day. Yeah, absolutely, this <laughs> is the
0: best, dude. Back when like we used to listen to the radio religiously. Yeah, that was all there was to do. Yeah, it's crazy, fucking crazy. But yeah, it's anyway. Uh, yeah. So, anyhow, fuck FSU. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's that's it. That's all that. That's all that segment was. Fuck FSU. I'm just so glad they got fucking blown out too. And I just wanted to touch on Kirby Smart's comments about it after the game too. Where Kirby Smart, Kirby Smart basically came out was like, "Yeah, college football is going to need to do something about that."
1: Oh wait, about
0: about all the players just being like, "Now nah, we're, we're not playing."
1: playing. Yeah, like uh, yeah. And I don't know what
0: they could do about it. I don't know either. Because Maybe, how do you um, how do you force a guy to play? Like you can't tell a guy who's like. You know, because how many how many did guys they? are not playing in their bowl games? Like, Caleb Williams isn't playing in the bowl or right. Bo whatever. Bo be- they did. But they're, he but, was like, Pfft. I didn't even well, know it was an option because yeah. Bo Nix is a fucking American Bo badass. Because Bo Nix is going to be the next great Bronco quarterback, and He's I can't be wait. to the next Peyton Manning. In orange and blue.
1: Wouldn't matter if he was. I'd be cool with that. I just hope Bo Nix goes in there and kicks fucking ass. He's a guy I can constantly and always root for, except maybe once or twice a year if they play the Colts. Same with, like, Herbert. Right. Like, I love Justin Herbert. Blows he's on the charges. I wish he fucking wasn't.
0: Yeah, hopefully the But I love hopefully that, Justin you know? Herbert wisens up at some point and he's like, All right. I'm out of here. I'm yeah, here. this place sucks. See you later. And if you don't like it, then there's the door. All right. I mean See ya. I would
1: hate it if you went to New England. That would suck.
0: That would suck.
1: Because then I'd have to root against him you know? every like, day. Yeah,
0: every day. Yeah, I don't want to do that. You know? I know it's like um, it's like when Rodney Harrison went from the Chargers to the Patriots, and I was like, "Oh, come on." Yeah, I'm like, of all the teams you could have gone to, you got to go to the one team that's outside of my division that I absolutely fucking hate the most. I know. Like I like S- you. I wanted to root for yeah, you. Or like when Moss sucks. went to the Patriots too. Yo, I'm like, Jesus. I'm like, you go from the Raiders to the fucking Patriots. Like, what the fuck, Randall? Yep. Antonio Jesus. Brown,
1: that was an easy one. I was like, ha, you're a fucking loser. Yeah, anyway. Antonio Brown,
0: I couldn't give two fucks yeah, about fuck him. You
1: anyway. <laughs> fuck, yeah. fuck you
0: anyway. Fuck you. Fuck you on the horse you rode into. Yeah,
1: I didn't like you on the Steelers, and I didn't like you anywhere yeah, else right? anyway, so I don't give a fuck.
0: Um, so let's get into uh, this Dallas-Detroit game from Saturday night.
1: Yeah, recap me on the end, because I've seen a couple different, uh, couple different um, theories, a couple different takes about people, and they think, and then I think there's the actual real one that they already came up with. Or whatever. So,
0: well, basically there was the, – they had the two-point conversion. Right. Taylor Decker goes in with two other offensive linemen, and he's doing this to the ref. Right. Uh there Clearly was li-
1: wasn't telling him what he got for Christmas. Nope.
0: There was a little bit of uh, – there was a little bit, but there was a little bit of gainsmanship there. And I think that the Detroit Lions were attempting to confuse the Cowboys' defense into who was reporting as eligible – and I think it also kind of confused the ref. Backfired on. Him. And it backfired a little bit in that regard, which ultimately shouldn't have mattered anyway, because the call that should have been called on Detroit wasn't an ineligible receiver downfield; it was an illegal formation because they were lined up improperly. Right. They had they didn't have enough guys in the line of scrimmage, so or the, or they had too many guys in the line of scrimmage. Kind of like the
1: Philly special.
0: Yeah, I forget exactly how, how exactly what the call was, but it should have been an illegal formation, so it should have been all for naught anyway. Like It shouldn't have mattered, but because they called ineligible, and then you have Taylor Decker on film going like this to the raft with his two buddies there, everybody's losing their fucking tits, because they're like, well, this is fucking bullshit. They clearly called this for the Cowboys, because they hate the Lions so much, and they want America's team to win, Like as if the Cowboys haven't been on the butt end of getting fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
1: all of a sudden- we're, We're shifting the last forty years of conspiracy to yeah. the Lions now. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Lions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah the NFL hates the Lions. But, yeah, That's it. Yeah, what? They the need the fuck? Cowboys to win because it's more profitable. It's like, but Dez caught it. Right. What? Hey, like, are we? What? Are we really? Are we really forgetting about this? Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here. But anyway, um. So nobody hates the Lions. Nobody. Dude. Yeah, no. But especially the NFL. The NFL loves a Cinderella story. The NFL would love nothing more and the than the
1: Lions are the cooler one.
0: Could you imagine if it's Detroit and Cleveland in the Super Bowl? Oh the NFL God, will would, love it. No, but just not Cleveland. Fuck not Cleveland. Only because Joe Flacco's playing, I'll root for Cleveland this one time. This one time.
1: I would. I would root for Detroit all day.
0: Oh no, no! If it's Detroit, Cleveland, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm completely indifferent. I don't care who wins. Either way, I I'm, mean, good I'm, with it. I'm gonna. It, root it's gonna be the like Detroit. it'd be like it'd be like Cincy and the Rams. And the only reason I rooted for the Rams in that game was because I picked them preseason to win the Super Bowl, and I just wanted to be right.
1: Right. That was I it. I kind of wanted Cincy to win that
0: game. I wouldn't have been upset if they did.
1: But I wasn't. I yeah, I wasn't mad that Matt Stafford and OBJ were gonna get one.
0: Bruce I mean? me, sir. Yeah. No, me neither. And uh, you know that was the only reason I was rooting for. Like I said, for my, for LA, and that was. Because I wanted to be right because I picked him in August, uh When they made the Stafford trade, I think I picked him. So yeah. in March, April, whatever it was. And I was like, yeah, that team's winning the Super Bowl, dog. Like, they That's a good assy, fucking team. Nasty team. Um, make sure. Is that the only uh, bottle of soda water right there? Or is there another one that's already open? No, that's the only one. Okay, just make sure you open it very slowly. Yeah. Because you don't want it to explode and you're right at the hub of all the important electronics. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to say you know how soda water is. Facts. And, oh, yeah. I do just. It just, you twist those twisty caps, man. That first time, they just, whoof So what does he do? He puts it as close to the computer as possible. No, I didn't. Look, it's right there under the table. The computer. The back of it. Yeah, you're good. This fucking guy. You're lucky I'm putting my new one together tomorrow, so if you did fuck this up, I'd only be out of a computer for like, we just have to go. We just
1: cut the show at 10. Like, time. oh,
0: well, uh, sure. computer's about to fry because Paul spilled a bunch of soda water in it making me a drink. Um, Got to go. Bye. Um, but no, um, I would, it, the the narrative this week of the Cowboys, that the NFL was fucking the Lions in favor of the Cowboys. That's hilarious.
1: It's like just I said.
0: super fucking funny to me. yeah. We're gonna throw I got a whole one else
1: forty is. years of conspiracy theories out the window for this one. For yeah, this
0: okay, one game. Yeah, bullshit. It's like, yeah, nah, dude. Like, y- you ain't you ain't doing that. That's yeah, just kill it. Fine, fuck it. Whatever. I got tomorrow off. Yeah. We gotta handle it. I gotta I gotta stay up and do some drunk driving tonight anyway I air racing, so
1: <laughs> it sounds so bad when you say like I know, right? I gotta stay up and do some drunk driving. On a video
0: game. On a video game. That's. I want to get a Seto Corsa just so I can like rip through the, uh, you know, do that like when you're on the highway. You're gonna have to stir that. Yeah, and you're doing the like you know the. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like to swing, swing, and like you're just dipping, like weaving through traffic. Oh, in like your when car. they do like
1: the the Tokyo drift. Um, yeah. Dude, do, do, and it's like, the guy in the Bima, and he's like jamming out with his hands, like yeah. shifting gears. You just hear the turbo, like ripping. And fucking shit. sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah I want to do a
0: else. set of, I want that for uh, a of Corsa just for that.
1: That does actually sound like a pretty badass idea. Yeah,
0: that's why right. you should get a wheel and pedals. It'd be fun. We could do that. Imagine that. We could party up and go dip through the highways. Can we dip like...
1: through traffic like that? Yeah. On that shit, really? Yeah. You do it with other people. I should just spend six grand on a setup just so we could.
0: Dip you don't need to the... do that. Okay. You don't need to do that. Trust me. You <laughs> can just. You can literally do it on your Xbox. It's fine. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, anyway, squirrel. Uh, <laughs> so the whole like, oh, Detroit got fucked. It's like. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Um, they, the, the refs made the wrong call. Now, I'm not excusing the officials in this because they still are inept as fuck. They still are clueless. They still are terrible, and they still have no idea what they're doing. This referee crew got downgraded. They're out of the playoffs. They're not even going to get a shot, um, which is fine, and I'm okay with that. But the NFL has long had a problem with officiating, and now that they've, al- they've opened the door to sports betting, it's getting more and more scrutinized. And more, every little thing is going to be more heavily scrutinized. If the NFL doesn't move to full-time officials, to full-time like with like, I mean, I'm talking like ironclad. Like we can't have like a Scott Foster running around who total fucking dick. By the way, fucking hate that guy. Scott Foster. Scott Foster. Which we didn't even. I don't think we talked about this last week. But the <laughs> the the NBA review system is fucking dumb as fuck. We'll talk about that after. But yeah. Um, it reminded me to talk uh, about the uh, – because it was on the foul on LeBron and Tatum on Christmas Day when LeBron blocked Tatum. And, and Scott Foster's like, it was a clean block on by LeBron James. The crowd's like, yeah, and he's like, but, and you're not going to like this. The player, Vanderbilt, or whoever it was, Vanderbilt, I forget who it was, was like, touched his right arm prior causing the ball to come loose prior to him going up. It's like, so L.A. wins the challenge. It's still a foul on L.A. And I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, how does that work? So let me get this straight. You challenge the foul that you got wrong. You called the foul wrong. You shouldn't be able to go retroactively call a foul that you didn't call via review. Yeah. Like, if I, if you call a foul on LeBron James and I challenge it and say, no, LeBron didn't foul him, and you go under the hood and you say, huh, LeBron didn't foul him, but you know what? Fuck it, that guy did. Yeah, you can't, you can't fucking do that. No, no. you called the, you, you're, you're challenging the fucking call on the floor. You can't go retroactively call a fucking foul. That's like being that that convicted for
1: something you weren't brought up on trial for. Yeah, like <laughs> you know what I'm the saying? fuck, like no, you can't. do
0: So that. the NBA's gonna fix that because that's dumb as fuck.
1: Wow, that they did that.
0: They did that. Wow, that was on Christmas fucking day. You don't remember that? I didn't watch. Oh, I didn't watch the Lakers. Yeah, Stars. no, there was a, it was a fast break. Tatum had it. LeBron blocked it from behind like he always does. Yeah. And they call a foul on LeBron, and LeBron's, like, doing this, like, nope. You watch the replay, clean block. LeBron blocks him. Right. But right before Tatum, like, three steps before Tatum takes off, I want to say it was either, was it, uh, was it, was it Rui? I forget who it was, Vanderbilt, somebody. Went to, like, swipe at the ball and, like, caught Tatum's arm a little bit. Yeah. And he, like, kind of lost control as he was going up, and then LeBron blocked it. Right. A little bit. Like, it wasn't egregious at all. And then Scott Foster goes under the hood, looks at the call, and he's like, they call the foul on LeBron initially. L.A. challenges it. Yep. And I'm like, wait a minute. So the referees can just go under the – they can go in there, they can look, and they can – so basically it doesn't matter who they call the foul on as long as they can call it on somebody else – as long as
1: there's enough evidence to call it on somebody. Because yeah. there's probably a foul on
0: oh, every fucking Well, we play. called this foul on LeBron, but you know what? There was an illegal screen over here at the top of the key right, right. on this guy, so we're just going to call that instead. Yeah, fuck you.
1: Right. Well, you're, you're getting fucked one way or another. Exactly. Like, it made like, no wow. fucking
0: sense to me at all. That's I'm like, how does this? ridiculous. And then on top of it, the Lakers lose the challenge, and even though they got both of them right, it's not like the NFL where if you got both right, you got a third one yeah. kind of thing. Or you, you know what I mean? Like It wasn't like that. It's just it's two challenges, and you, lo- you use them, and then they're gone. So I'm like, they get the they get so they gotta correct the refs twice. They correctly correct the refs, and the refs still fuck them anyway, because they're like, Well, yeah, you know what? You're right. It wasn't a foul on LeBron, but you know who it was a foul on? This other guy that we didn't call a foul on, so we're just gonna call it on him instead. Right. It's like that is the most asinine fucking thing I've ever seen. And that leads me back to this whole Detroit Dallas thing, where the the NFL is going to have a full they are gonna have a full blown crisis on their hands if they do not address this officiating issue and i mean like quick like it's gonna be like this year because you've opened you've opened the floodgates now with sports betting everybody is betting on games i'm fucking going in there and just throwing together four five leg parlays and just being like all right i'm gonna pick five guys to catch a touchdown today Yep. Who's going to catch it? Who's going to get a touchdown today? Yeah, bull, 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 bull. He has five bucks on it. I can, if, I, if I hit, I get two hundred fifty, three hundred in 300 bucks. Cool. Oh, didn't get it. Oh, well, only lost five bucks. No big deal. I'll nickel and dime myself to death like that. I don't care. Right. But you can't tell me that when a, a play like that happens and it's completely obvious that Taylor Decker's doing this, which is the signal to the referee that he's checking in is eligible, and then you call an ineligible receiver downfield, whether or not the formation was proper, you made the right call, the wrong call, it doesn't matter. Right. Like Whether or not a foul should have been called on that play and that two-point conversion should not have been run or not have been legal, Right. you've got to make the right call at the right time. Otherwise, you are going to jeopardize all the integrity and all the credibility that you have as a league. Because I'll tell you yeah. right now, it's already waning. People are already like, here we go. Yep, wait for the first big slip up and, and, and we're yep, going. Here we go. Yep, yep. Oh, blow oh, it up. There come, here yeah. comes, when's the flag going to come out? Oh, Pat Mahomes is losing the game. Here come the flags. Yep. Oh, the Chiefs are down. Here come the flags. Like yep. It's like, and it and you can call it. Like, it's almost like you know like, it's coming. Could you
1: imagine if the Rams Saints uh, call? Fuck out of my way, I'm going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, could you imagine if that happened now with sports betting being legal?
0: What do you mean? It's kind of, it's it's happening,
1: but I'm just saying like that same play oh, like wait. give
0: it a couple give it a couple weeks yeah yeah I know give it two weeks when we're in the playoffs, <laughs> playoffs. I yeah. can't wait it's gonna be fucking great but yep. here's here's the problem the NFL is so big they don't think they have to do anything about it right and then you've got Adam Schefter coming out today and being like oh well and I don't remember and I don't know did you see the video about the tripping call they called a tripping call on the Dallas tight end. On a, on a run play, a first down run play that was like netted like six yards. They called it on, um, we posted it on row one, seat one. Hang on, let me pull it up. And they called it on the Dallas tight end. Yeah. Which made no sense to me.
1: I actually think I do know which one you're talking
0: about. Because why the fuck would Dallas's tight end be trying to trip his own player? I I, I don't get it. Anyway, it was Aiden Hutchinson that threw his leg yeah. out, yeah, to try to like trip the to try to trip the running back, right. And they ended up calling it on the tight end that he was that was blocking him instead, right. Which made no sense. Which makes no sense. I'm like, why would the why would he be trying to trip the running back, right? Why would the tight end be like, you know what? I got money on this game. Hold on, <laughs> <laughs> Calvin Ridley. Yeah, yeah like go Calvin Ridley with it. Like, uh, uh, sorry, oh ah, man, that's fucking damn crazy. Can't believe I blew that blocking assignment, huh? Sorry, wow. bro. Next sorry, time. bro. Oh, like, oh, maybe he was in his fantasy football championship and the guy he's playing had his, you know, had had the run at Paul. And yeah, he, yeah. He's like, nope, 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 nope. Um, but it made no sense. So the, the NFL's got a problem right now with the officiating because, again, like, sports betting's cool and all, but I told you all this was a bad idea. Yeah. I said it years ago, and I've come around completely on fantasy football. It, it's a bad idea. DFS is a bad idea. Having all this stuff readily available to people and, and being as popular as it is, is going to ruin the integrity of sports, yeah, as we know it. Know. It already has. We've seen the NFL completely change its rules, cater to the offenses. You know, they're basically, the, you know, they're telling defenders, like, it's your sole responsibility to protect the offensive players. Um, No, it's my sole responsibility to make sure that that guy never wants to play football again after today. Yeah, like, right? I'm sorry, did, did we... Yeah, we not playing the same game here? Like, right. What the hell are you talking uh, about? I'm pretty sure it wasn't uh, Lawrence Taylor's uh, sole responsibility to make sure Joe Theismann's leg didn't get snapped in 14 places. Right. Didn't, pretty sure yeah. it was his job to snap said leg, and he did. Right. And you know what he was done for? You know what happened to him for, because of it? He was celebrated. Yeah. He won Defensive Player of the Year. He was the right. greatest defensive player of all time. Like, yeah, whatever. Like, right. that was what you did. Now they're like, Mm-mm. Oh, no, you hit way too hard, bro. Yeah. But I led with my shoulder. Yeah, but you led way too hard should have pulled up. Right. Like, wait, what? No. Like right, so you can spin off
1: me and run for forty odds? Fuck you. And
0: they're like, well, yeah. Because if we don't like the outcome of the play, we can just throw a phantom hold right and bring it back. But if we want that play to happen, we can't have you out here hitting too hard because of it. Like, what are you what are you fucking You crazy Get out bro? You are fucking yeah. crazy, bro? Like come on, come Did on. Did you man. read the script? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing here? Yep. We gotta have make sure and that's the thing. The NFL's created all these rules and they've added rules and added rules and added rules and added rules. And all of it's done is create more gray area and give the officials more ability, whether it's directly or indirectly, to affect the outcome of the game. Right. And that's a problem. And the NFL's got to address it. Because if they don't, I promise you, people will start to get pissed off and the NFL will go the way of the NBA real quick. Yep. They really will. And they'll be begging China to like bring in the NFL to China, like, right. please let us play football in China. Right, please make us big over there. Because they, I'm telling you, if you, if you start telling people and like you know, and it's funny because remember we talked about that parlay what, was it two weeks ago, or well, last week that 15 leg parlay that that kid hit. Yeah, yeah. On the touchdowns, he won like what half a million dollars or some yeah, shit like yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. The NFL they're always going to le- like leak those one of those bets out or two of those bets out a year. Right. And they're going to show the guy and they're going to like look at he won a half a million dollars. 5 bucks. On FanDuel on a $5 bet. Wow, that could be you. Meanwhile, the NFLs and FanDuel and Vegas is like, "Fucking, you know, oh, it won't." Yeah. We'll I mean, we know it's it. not going to be, but as soon as that happens, like, you know, I guarantee you, if they didn't want that to happen, Christian McCaffrey doesn't score a touchdown on fucking Monday Night Football. I bet not. Oh, Christian McCaffrey ran a different – hold. Yep. Oh, concussion protocol. Yep, concussion protocol. Bye, See you later. Bye, he's the game. Yep. See ya. Someone go, someone go put your helmet into him. Yep. You know, oh, there it is. Oh, the, the independent neurologist said he can't play anymore. Yep. Oh, that sucks, huh? All you needed was, wow, you guessed 14 out of 15 guys, and you came that close, but there was a – it's too bad George Kittle held on that, huh? Yeah. Fuck, that sucks to be you. Half a million dollars, damn. Yeah. But they'll always let a one or two of those go every year because they want people to keep doing it. And that's yeah. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. people are dumb enough to think that that could be them. Right. Like, I picked four guys to, to score a touchdown on Sunday on a parlay. Yeah. None of them did. Not a right. single one. Right. Not a single one. You know how hard it is to get four things right in the NFL yeah, on no any shit. given day? It's fucking hard. Like, it's not – if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. Right. Now, you can pick certain things, and, you know, I was being, like, a little bit of a homer, and I was just picking, rolling with my gut, saying, like, ah, this guy, this guy, this guy. Mostly because I just wanted to. Yeah. Not because I thought it, you know – but I thought, like, ah, okay. Like, I could see – you know, I had – what was the first one I did last Saturday? I picked Amon Ross St. Brown, CeeDee Lamb, Jerry Judy, uh, and two other guys to score touchdowns. Right? And – Amon Ross St. Brown and uh, CeeDee Lamb both scored on Saturday night. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, two down, three to go. Like, that's a $600 parlay if it hits. Yeah. And I went 0 oh, 3 for the next three. Yeah. None of them hit. And one of them was like Travis Kelsey, for fuck's sake. And I'm like, how the fuck does Travis Kelsey not score a touchdown in basically a must win game against Cincinnati? Right. Like, I don't even understand. You know what I mean? Like, it, but that's the thing. It's hard to get shit right in this league. Yeah. It's and when you add in the wrinkle of the officiating, and Detroit didn't get screwed. Okay, I'm like just, like, just stop. Like, you didn't get screwed. Right. The refs didn't screw you. There was like four penalties on that fucking play, and they just happened to call the wrong one. The only one that wasn't actually a penalty because it was the one guy that actually fucking said, "I'm eligible," right. and they were like, "Ah, ineligible uh, receiver downfield." Ah, uh, what we meant to say was illegal formation, but um. Yeah, the guy in my ear in Vegas was telling me to say something, so I just made something up. But yeah, it was actually this. Right. And then you got Adam Schefter coming out doing uh, doing the, the NFL's dirty work all as always. And he's showing the Aiden Hutchinson tripping call and he's like, Well, it should have never even gotten to this. Because this drive should have led to a Cowboys field goal at least, and it, with that two point conversion would have never even Right. It wouldn't, wouldn't have mattered anyway. Wouldn't have mattered anyway because yeah. it wouldn't have happened. Right. And you're like and everybody's like and her, and like that's the funny thing about Twitter is everybody's like, Really, Adam? Right. Really? Shut the fuck up. You, you, you really? This is what you're doing now? Yeah, running that's in, the angle you're, you're going You're with? running interference now for the refs? Bud? Right, right. Like, just stick to reporting of fucking free agent signings, asshole. Right. Like, come on. And I love Adam Schefter. He's a, he's a Denver guy. He's yeah. a fucking OG Denver guy. He used to be a beat re, beat re, uh, reporter for the Broncos, for Christ's sake. Oh. Like, he's, you know, he, he, he's ingrained in me. Yeah. You know? I remember him from before he was even on NFL Network. Right, right. When he was just covering the Broncos, and he was plugged in, bro. He's great. But come on, man. Like, I get it. You're the fucking guy. You are the guy now. Everybody looks to you. If it didn't come from Shefty, it didn't happen. Right, right. You know what I mean? So now you're running out there, running interference and, like, covering for the refs and this and that. And it's like, dude, this is not a good look. No. You know, and I don't know what the NFL is doing, but, like, you know, I don't know what was what was a worse look. Adam Schefter trying to run interference and, and cover up for the refs' shitty calls or the Ravens honoring Ray Rice on Sunday? Did they? did. <laughs> they did. <laughs> The Ravens actually honored Ray Rice. Wow. And I loved it, too, because, like, Jamal Hill was like, he's like, you know, I know Ray Rice, and I've covered Ray Rice, and I know him. And he's not a bad person. He's just a, 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 a guy who made a really bad mistake. So I forgive him because I've covered him, and I know him. And the work that he does, you know, his actions speak louder than words. And I'm like, okay. Right. I'm like, who's paying you to say this? Yeah, no shit. I was like, I'm sure there's a racial element here. I'm sure if Christian McCaffrey did the same thing, you probably wouldn't be running to his defense either. But no, that's neither here nor there. Right. But Jamel Hell, we know, notorious race baiting cunt, yep. fucking total hack loser. The only thing she's ever done in in her career is fail, and yet she still, because she's a black female, gets more jobs. And you know, we had we went at her, we we, we me and Sean ran at her on uh, Twitter the other night, and we were like, you got fired? and she's like. Somebody's like, yeah, she got fired from ESPN. She's like, I didn't get fired. And we're like, yeah, we don't really care if you were fired or not. We're just glad you're not on our TV anymore. Yeah. And she's like, and we beat Sean. with like going like fucking a couple other people. are like going like kind of going at her. It was funny. Yeah. Did um, she block you? No, not yet. No. She will probably eventually. eventually yeah. She will. She'll crack. They all do. Yep. Um. But anyway, <laughs> 774-992-8702. What else we got left? Um. We did, Russ, we did the college football playoffs. The NFL playoff picture is beginning to crystallize. So you've got your Colts in a must win. Sad. Oh, oh uh, not a must win, but a no, it's oh, must, must No, it's a win and you're in because if Pittsburgh yeah. loses, it's you're still in. Or no, I'm sorry, if um Jacksonville loses. Yeah, but who are they because playing? Jacksonville's playing Tennessee. Yeah, they should if they play. lose and you guys lose to the Texans, Texas. the Texans would leapfrog both of you and win the division, and you still could technically get in on tiebreakers. Oh, on the wild card. I if see I remember that. that right. So, but yes, uh, it's but know. it's uh I would if I was the if I was the Colts, I mean you can let's call it, let's let's just say what it is. It's a must win for it's both teams. It's a must win because I don't think uh was it uh what's the kid from Liberty, Malik Jackson? Malik Jackson led Titans team is gonna is he playing or, or is or it is Tannehill? It's not it's Will, Will Levis No, Levis is there. hurt. Oh, he's out. I think Levis is out for this weekend. He's Probably hurt. Maybe
1: Tannehill then, because Tannehill came in for Levis. That's right. Ooh. Tannehill came in for Levis when yeah. he did get hurt last. So,
0: so Tanny, you know, Ryan Tannehill led Titans team. Yeah. Mike Vrabel is reportedly fired. Uh, will be fired next Monday oh. by the Titans, uh, which leaves him as a lame duck head coach with one game to go. I don't see Jacksonville losing this and giving up the division title, whether right. whether Sunshine plays or not. Right. I, I I just can't see I just I don't I can't figure out a scenario in my head other than like it's the NFL and anything is possible right. where Tennessee wins this game. But is it possible? Of course. It's the NFL. It's right. always possible. Do I think it's gonna happen? No. Do I think Jacksonville's gonna take care of business and beat Tennessee and lock down the division? Yes, which means that presents a must-win scenario for your Colts and the Texans because the Texans right now are on the outside looking in. And this game is in Houston, or is it in Indy? Houston. I forget. Is it in Houston? I think so. I know Pittsburgh is playing. I
1: don't know. I think it's Houston.
0: Uh, I think you're right. I think it is in Houston. Get it
1: out of sucks, here. but it
0: fucking sucks, bro. Uh, let me double check. Because
1: I'm pretty sure. I mean, we've beaten the Texans. No, most. it's
0: in Indy. We are home? So this is a oh. sun- Saturday night, 8-15, win and you are in at-home game for Gardner Minshew and the Colts. I
1: know, dude.
0: Un-fucking-believable the drama that that I'm is. So pissed, I got to um, fucking, fucking loving work, that. dude. Why do they got to do
1: these Saturday games? What the fuck, man? So many of them this year, I feel like.
0: Yeah, there was a lot of Saturday games this year, but they always do Saturday games late in the season. That's like That's been a normal thing forever. Like forever, ever
1: fuck, we got to get it, god
0: damn it. I know, it sucks when you get it, because it's like, when you, it's, it sucks when you get it and you don't have it off, because you're like, damn it, like, no. Yeah, well.
1: I work Sunday, I mean, I work Saturdays to get Sundays off for fucking football, you clown, Joe <laughs> Roger Goodell asshole.
0: Um, and then the Steelers are at the Ravens.
1: Oh, they're going to get blown the fuck out.
0: So you guys will, not. well, you think so, but the Ravens don't have anything to play for. They've got the one seed locked up. True,
1: true. The only, thing I could,
0: the only thing I could see happening in that game is that the Ravens, they despise the Steelers so much that they actually go out and play their asses off to yeah. keep the Steelers from getting having a chance to get in yeah probably. just as like a fuck you
1: yeah they're a division they don't want to get in they're gonna be like hell no I mean they're probably not going to play Lamar and all that shit but they're gonna go out there with with a game plan to win not just to like
0: uh do you think Lamar locked up the MVP this week probably I think so going to give it to Which him. is good because I picked him to be my MVP. He was my MVP pick preseason. So, forget who I picked. I just like be- again. I like being right, and that's another one where I'm like, I'm not happy about it because I really didn't want the Ravens to be this good. But yeah. the Ravens are one of those teams like I go back and forth with. Like some days I love them, some days I hate them. Right. I, I mean, ever since Ed Reed and Ray Lewis left, it's been like I've been like kind of like a a day to day.
1: I would think Lamar
0: probably locked
1: it up because. Maybe Christian. I mean, they McCaffrey. smashed the
0: Dolphins. Right. Smashed them. I mean, I don't think you can give it to Christian McCaffrey, even though the Niners are the oh, one seed. Purdy. Purdy. No, he he did. He, he, he lost that. He last lost week. it. He lost it with the in the, the Ravens the three game. Picks, yep. Five or four. F- four four
1: picks. picks. And then I'm trying to think like anybody else, really. And I no. Nah, I don't nah
0: it was. I think it was down to McCaffrey and Lamar and maybe Tyreek.
1: Yeah, you yeah, could say with Reek. This huge with his huge. But.
0: Get it? How are you going to give it to Tyreek Hill when the Dolphins get absolutely bodied by the Ravens and Lamar yeah. lit them the fuck up with a one fifty eight point right. three pass rating, like right. almost more touchdowns than incompletions, yeah, if I'm not put mistaken. Up Sixty on or uh, fifty nine, or whatever. fifty. fifty three. It was, it was oh, the second. Was it was the second most points they've ever put up in a game. Uh second only to I think it was Lamar's second year or his rookie year against the Dolphins too, oh, and where? they put up fifty nine. I think it was fifty nine oh, and fifty three. Oh, all right. That's what it was. But whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, semantics. Semantics, sir. Yeah. Semantics. <laughs> semantics. Um Yeah, so they they I think Lamar locked up the MVP, but I'm I'm curious to see how Baltimore treats that game. Because if they come out and they fucking play and they play hard, I'm gonna love it because it's like it's like, oh good. Oh good, this rivalry is still alive. Yeah, it'll be nice. You know, like I, there's still some bad blood there. Yeah, I like really I like rivals. that. I like that bad blood between the Ravens and the Steelers. It's great. It's like, you know I mean? The AFC North has some, like, some seriously, like, fuck you, bad blood in it.
1: Baltimore and Pittsburgh are just two cities I would, like, just never want to fucking live in.
0: Or visit. Or visit. For any reason. For anything. I've been to Baltimore once. I could definitely say I probably have no reason to go back.
1: What do you do, you know?
0: Uh, You go to your hotel by 730 because you don't want to get shot. Right. Like, as soon as the game lets out, you're like... Hey, do you guys want to go out and get dinner? And all, all the logos are like, don't do that. Just go oh, back yeah. to your hotel. Don't do that. We're like, yeah. why? And they're like, trust me. Right. Like, all right. Nobody goes out in Baltimore, bro. Yeah. Now, Like, we went to the Hooters after the game, after the Red Sox game in Camden. Yeah. And it was empty. We were the only people in there. It was like six of us, and it was empty. We it was like, crazy. Uh... Yeah, Pittsburgh. And the girl looked awesome. super annoyed to have to take care of us, too. She was like, really, guys? Wow. Like, we're closing in like half an hour. And I'm like, I, I, think, I don't think we stayed. I don't think we got food. They were like, because they closed early. Yeah, no shit. they were like, yeah, no, we're not getting robbed. Sorry, bye. Like, oh. Uh, that's crazy. All right. And we walked back to our hotel. Yep. And that was it. We went to the hotel bar. I was hammered. Yeah. That was one of the greatest benders I've ever been on. I started, <laughs> I drank, we started, we left that morning from here to drive to Baltimore. Yeah. And I drank a pint of Tito's, because I had it in my orange juice. Yeah. With my uh, And I was drinking Red Bulls and vodkas all the way down. I drank a, a, a full, I'm sorry, not a pint, a liter, a liter of Tito's. A liter of Tito's and a pint of Captain 100 on the ride down. Mm. And then we got to the we got to the gate. We went to the Rusty Scupper, and I was like, we got to the Rusty Scupper for, it's like a, a well-known restaurant right there on the harbor. Yeah. And they got like great raw bar and shit. Yeah. And so like we're getting like food, we're all there, and I'm like looking around and I'm like, yeah, I'll have a beer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was fucking hammered hammed and i'm like oof. i was like all right i got to slow up here so i pulled up rallied took some smelling salts we went to the we went to camden it's an atomic rhino. and i fucking caught my second win dude and i was just i remember being in the center field bleachers with Brian. and we were just pounding i think it was uh what was it it was the beer was called dead rise i forget the brewery that makes it it's a pretty popular mainstream brewery down there yeah but it was dead rise and it was like their um there, uh it was like an ipa but they made it with old bay seasoning oh, it, sounds and it was so fucking good and i'm drinking them on draft and i'm like i'm on like my fourth one to ryan's like halfway done with his first one and i'm like dude i'm getting another one you want another one he's like no i'm so good i go, I get another one Boom. and like i couldn't stop putting him down sounds, man, good and i'm like i'm like up to like my sixth or seventh one and i think ryan finally finished his and he just looks at me and goes how the fuck are you still standing? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you started drinking at 3.30 this morning. I was like, and I was drinking before we left. Yeah. Like, anyway, I took a little nap before we got in the car. Right. But I've been drinking since before that, so, yeah. And I was like, I was going, I went probably a solid 24 hours of just straight boot, like, heart, like, heart, going hard in the paint for 24 straight hours. And then we got back to the hotel bar and I'm drinking, like, Johnny Walker and, like, this, that, and the other thing, and I'm like, that was a bender. Like that was a fucking. Yeah, you yeah, gotta dude. go find
1: one of those like IV spots or something.
0: Dude, like. I woke up the next morning and I was just like, I was like a little fucked up, like a little like ah, yeah. like it hurt because of the Johnny Walker at the end. Yeah. Really, like I didn't need that. Right. I should have just stuck with vodka. That would have been fine. Yep. But Johnny Walker, like any brown liquor, whether it's whiskey, scotch, yeah, whatever, that always... it just fuck it hits me, goes straight to my head, like yeah, it hits me in the head the morning. The worst. Yeah, bro. and like, and I had a slight headache the next morning, and I was like. Pounded a couple of beers, got in the car, and we left. Came yeah. home, and I was like, "Sweet dude, It was fucking awesome." Yeah, I, that was that was probably the greatest it's fucking. Been a while
1: since you've been on one of
0: those trips. You, those nah, I haven't been. We haven't. That was the first and last time I went to Canada. But yeah, anyway, back. But uh, other than that, I would have no reason to go back to Baltimore. Right. Other, I mean, like even now, like you could go get like seats right behind like the Red Sox dugout that year, and that was 2013, the year the Sox won it. Yeah. And you, we were sitting five rows behind the dugout for right. like 40 bucks. Right. It was like uh, it ain't like that. In other
1: places, you know what I mean? Like, if nah, you know, like can't go, can't do that at Fenway. No,
0: even if you want to get down that close, it's like, yeah, no, nah. five hundred bucks. Yeah, you know what fuck I mean, you, the bro. Fuck. Pony up. Yeah, like, but there's nobody here. Okay. care. Yeah, well, guess what? I'd rather, I'd rather not sell you the seat because they're like, no, it'll diminish the value in the future. Yeah, yeah, right. It's better to not sell it. You're like, you're an asshole. Right? Fuck, fuck that. you. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, what else do we have left? Uh, all right. So yeah, the NFL rest that betting Detroit. Anything else? Anything we missed? I
1: think we fucking.
0: Oh, we want to do this Jets video? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we got this video of this Jets player. Uh, I don't know his name. Um, oh, yeah, and then we got to do the uh, the Lank. We'll finish with Lank. Okay. Um, so here's this Jets player, which I just find this video just absolutely fucking hilarious. Like, I just love it. He just. <laughs> really That's the wrong one. Uh, <laughs> That's what I'm
1: thinking of. It's got to be.
0: He's just, he just going along the. the he's yeah, going yeah, along. Yeah. The, <laughs> he's telling everybody, fuck you. I fucking love him. He's just like, fuck, fuck you. you. Fuck you. it's going funny. right up and down. Like, I just thought that was fucking hilarious. I love those interactions with players. Like, yeah. that's the best. Like, And the Jets were getting blown the fuck out by the Browns. Yeah. So they were, like, extra pissed off and salty oh, about yeah, it. Because Joe Flacco was just tearing him up because he's fucking elite as fuck. He's
1: falling asleep, like, on the fucking bench. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, sitting there, like, trying to, like,
0: like. I was like, damn, 38 has never looked so real. So funny. <laughs> Um and then this one this is probably the best video of the entire fucking of the entire fucking week. I I I, I, I
2: Jalen Milrow often wears his own branded apparel reading LANK across the front. It's an acronym that stands for Let a naysayer know. Being told by his former offensive coordinator that Bill is O'Brien That is not what I thought. Is that not what you thought? Boy. Let a naysayer know. Let a naysayer know. Of course, the professional's right in the middle of it, That's all right. I just I keep going. I thought you almost lost me. Yeah, <laughs> hey, man. Hey, real got real tight up here as you were. I to <laughs> <see that. laughs> Reese, you were too smooth with that. that. I thought it <laughs> was going down. <laughs> okay. I thought it was going down out here. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> you know, Oh, sorry about it. Let a naysayer know. Let a naysayer no? That's what we thought the whole time. That's what we all thought.
0: Pat McAfee is a fucking national treasure, dude. That is so funny. That was fucking. That had me dying because I was watching that. I was watching that pregame show. Like I had it on. I wasn't watching it, but it was yeah, on. Yeah. But I wasn't really paying attention to it because I had just woken up. I think I was like kind of still like groggy. I was like kind of waking up because yeah. I worked the night before and. uh I was like, what? And I'm like, and I just heard laughing and chuckling. I didn't really know what was going on. And then I saw Sean post this clip later on, and I was like, oh, that's what they were laughing laughing at. I was like, yeah, that's funny. So, yeah, let a naysayer know. Let
1: a naysayer
0: know. So, you know, what up, all my naysayers? (laughs)
1: Yeah, (laughs) that's so funny. I I, I cannot
0: wait to go to work and just start using that, like, like religiously. Yeah. Or actually anywhere. Anywhere Not even where, just everywhere.
1: (laughs) Can we get some of that merch?
0: Some of the Milro merch. Yeah. Oh, I'll rock a let a naysayer no shirt.
1: Yeah, no doubt. I'm gonna support the kid. You
0: know? Yeah, absolutely. That's Naysayers I mean. for Trump. I already yeah. got. I already got the shirt downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> naysayers <laughs> for Trump. <laughs> oh my, like, I might have to get that and in, made into a shirt. That no. is
1: funny. That's hilarious.
0: Be like, all my naysayers are down with row one seat one. Yeah. I think make, we could we could make this work. This yeah, we could make, make a line run a line of it. Yeah. This is <laughs> this could work. This could be like the next Let's Go Brandon thing. You know, because that, that started organically. They this was kind of, dope, and though. this did too. Yeah. So it's good stuff. But yeah, that was Pat McAfee is the national treasure. Like everybody, he just called it right. I love he just stopped him right in the middle. He was like, that is not what I thought you were about to say. Like, he's like, I was like, oh, he's going to say it. Like,
1: he got a little tight up here. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny.
0: Oh, it was fucking classic. All right, Paul, let's dump it there. We'll get out of here. We'll be back next Tuesday. Uh, to recap the college football playoff, get you set yeah. for Wild Card Weekend, which I believe is going to have uh, all three nights, Saturday, Sunday, Monday.
1: Of course, if the Colts make it, we're going to be on Saturday.
0: Oh, no, you're off the Saturday after that. After. Yeah, right. Okay. Sucks.
1: Yeah, I'm off when it doesn't matter anymore. There's only four teams that play, and it's all Sunday.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, 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 you'll be off. That's That weekend will be Saturday games. Will really? it? The 20th? 28th. I thought you were off the twentieth too. No. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, the twenty eighth there'll be no games because that's conference championship weekend.
1: Yeah, I'm off twenty
0: seven, twenty eight. Okay, yeah, yeah. There's no games then. Wait.
1: No, I'm off the twentieth.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought. I think we discussed this yesterday. I'm
1: off the fourteenth and twentieth. Yeah. Yeah, I
0: think our wives discussed this yesterday, and that's why uh, it was a big deal because it's the night before my birthday. (laughs) Right, right, right. So we were going to do dinner. I think. Remember? No doubt. Yep. Potentially. So, um. Yes, but yeah, no, there'll be games that night. There'll be two games that night. Yeah. There's always a 4 o'clock and an 8 o'clock game on the on divisional weekend. Right, right. Because you remember back in 05 when the Broncos beat the Brakes out the Patriots in the 8 o'clock spot on the Saturday night game. That was great. Good times. Champ Bailey. Yeah, hell yeah. 90, 101 yards, not to the house. Was right. The longest non-scoring interception return of all time. Might be. I think it might be. We'll find out. I'll find out. Facts. All right, well we'll be back next Tuesday night. Yeah. We got a butt. Yeah, I can't wait. I I'm just I am thrilled to see where this Russell Wilson thing goes and what turn it takes from here. Yeah. And uh I'm going to we're going to we're going to buddy up to that and uh but we'll be back. We'll have everything uh, ready to go. College football national champion will be crowned on Monday night. We'll talk yeah. about that whether it's Washington or Michigan. Will it be Harbaugh or the Mighty Penix Laser? Yep. Uh I love the fact that there were two quarterbacks playing in the national championship. That could potentially be Denver Broncos next year. Yep. Um, it's nice. Yeah. It's kind we'll of fun. See. I know. I can't wait to see what happens with the quarterback. Because he knows who I know it's not going to be. Yeah. Jared Siddham. Right. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> Might be the backup, but he will not be the starter. Nope. Uh, but anyway, uh, thank you all for tuning in. We'll be back next Tuesday night right here on the one, the only, the New Bedford Guide. Uh, For Joey Fats, Pussy, and Mr. Ben Court couldn't be here, this has been another episode of Row 1, Seat 1, Joey Fats Radio. We'll catch you all next Tuesday night, 845. Cheers.